When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the Bob and Tom Show. You're a beautiful girl. Uh, eating uh, strawberry shortcake. Don't you think, Tom? 
strawberry shortcake. Oh, yeah. It's very sweet. Okay. You know you're fighting a losing battle. What do you mean? I'm going to make fun of anything you wear. That's true. I'm used to it. Hey, there's Pat Godwin. Hey, Chick. There's Josh Arnold. Chick. Ace Cosby's here. Chick. There's Willie Griswold. I'm Chick McGee, and here's... Tom Griswold. Uh, welcome to the show. Thanks very much for joining us. We opened up with the Bob and Tom Bandit Orchestra and their classic rendition of the song Camel Toe. A salute in an odd way to the Beach Boys, perhaps, <laughs> or to the bikini season. It's the or, bikini season, Christy. Yeah, not this girl, but yes, it um, is. The, or the female form. Oh. The yoga pants season. Mm-hmm. You like the yoga pants i'm a big fan and you I, talk I hope about this them particular often fashion sticks around for a long time um well, many other fans, companies have made a lot of money so i doubt that it's going anywhere uh, but these things tend to come and go oh i'm a fan you're a fan yeah, of the yoga pants yeah okay. sure what about the maxi dress remember that no that's still what out the maxi dress yeah it's just a dress that goes all the way to the ground uh, almost yeah like ankles or something yeah yeah that's big in the summer. I had no, one the, on last night. The mini skirt and the maxi dress. Remember mm-hmm. that? Oh, yeah, well, the mini, of course. Who, who, and the Daisy Duke shorts. All these things are important fashion <laughs> items. That's uh, another thing you always mention is Ellie Mae and her rope belt and her shorts. Oh, I like that very much. And, yeah. of course, the classic, which is um, the uh, the shirtless... Uh, Overalls, overalls. Yeah, that's oh, that is good. Tremendous. Uh, Those were very. Idea. Does Those anybody were... else not want to hear my dad's weird kinks? Oh, anybody sorry. else not want to hear his weird oh, fetishes yeah. and the clothes well, he likes? You're gonna have to shut your ears because Old creepy what? weirdo. I wore the uh, bib overalls in high school. That's when I realized somebody knew what they were doing when they uh, made the movie Dazed and Confused. Because yeah, for sure, there's a guy who wears bib overalls and he's kind of a jerk. And young Chick McGee wore bib overalls and paddled. Well, that was kind of a heavy guy thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lowell George from Little Feet did that oh, yeah? a lot hmm. on stage. He wasn't heavy there at the end, was he? Yeah, actually, sadly, he was. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> it's unbelievable, isn't it? You missed it. Uh, what I missed? Yesterday, I'm talking to Pat. Oh, everything swirled around, and suddenly it was death. Uh, yeah. I didn't do it. Not this time. I beg your pardon. Uh, I heard you playing this day. Coming up. <laughs> well, maybe we should review some of the stuff you missed, Pat. What I missed? You were here yesterday. We had a lot of... Uh, Fascinating things in the world of news yesterday. I'm um, trying to think a couple of a couple of them really deserved a song. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll hope to get a few in from you today. I should point out Pat Godwin's new album is out there. And um, it's uh, streaming all over the place. And Pat's going to be streaming himself live starting Wednesday, July 12th in Sarasota, Florida at McCurdy's recording the new television special. You'll be there July 12th through the 16th. Looking forward to it. For some uh, from big doings. Yeah, yesterday you missed, uh, for example, we had a story about a woman who claims to have uh, acquired carpal tunnel syndrome. Oh, yeah. Uh, So-called, the headline says, crippling injuries from milking pigs for their uh, seed, if you will. So it's not really... Well, 30 a day, she says. I guess it is milking. Now yeah, they, uh, the, yeah. the phrase for the professionals is uh, they're called semen jockeys. Yes, uh, and she would manually stimulate the uh, the the pigs and to acquire the seed. And pigs for have breeding. A, a corkscrew uh, unit. 
yeah, apparently. Yeah. Much, like the, much like their tail. Yeah. I refer to it as a ham job. Uh, I like pulling pork. Pulling <laughs> yeah. pork? Both, both are good. Both very good. It's <laughs> uh, been a long time since I had some good pulling pork. I, uh, tender pork's hard to find. For you me. mean pulled pork? Or pulled you pork. Pulled, okay, sorry. It's pulling pork. Well, I like to have pulled pork and pull my pork at the same time. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, that's really multitasking. Yeah. Boy, that's a that's Friday a, night. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Hell, yeah. We it's had a weird st- if you use mayo for either. Hell, yeah. We had a story that I edited out this morning. A lot morning. of mayo. Oh, my God. Hope that was mayo. Okay, never mind. Uh, yeah, you missed that, Pat. Uh, I don't know if you... Wait a minute. Song. Did you have a story we didn't do? Yeah, I'm not going to do it. It involves a That's guy. not Granny getting eaten by a alligator, was it? No. No, that was a Chick McGee special. Some what do you mean? Elderly woman once again. Wasn't it the second time that pond had? It was in Helton. Had a sixty-nine-year-old woman was walking her dog, and a big old ten-foot alligator jumped and, out of the lagoon, grabbed and, her. And the authorities tried to come out and, and clean up the incident, but the alligator came back and guarded the body. Yeah. Oh, guarded his catch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I asked oh. the question again: Are we out of bullets? Can't they just? Uh... They, I think they did take that one out. Couldn't they, they come by? <laughs> Couldn't they come by and contain the alligator? Yeah. I, yeah. Again, um, if you live in alligator country, they're out there. Gator country! Um, As somebody said yesterday, it's the season. (laughs) Now, Pat, you also missed this unusual story about Dennis Rodman. You've heard of the famous, what's that thing, Willie, with the the, the shoes, the the, the pneumonia shoes, what are they called? Flu. Flu. What? Flu yeah. game? Uh, Michael, Jordan. Michael, oh, Jordan. Michael Jordan. The yeah. pneumonia shoes? Flu. <laughs> what are you <laughs> talking about? Write that one down. No, no, this no, is no, what no. he does. The pneumonia shoes. He thinks, he thinks by uh, asking you a question, inviting you into his conversation, it gets you more involved in what he's talking about. No, I couldn't remember. In reality, remember it's irritating. How did as... shoes get involved? Because He Air couldn't Jordan? remember when Michael Jordan played his flu game. Yeah, and that's... They recently sold his shoes his that he flu, wore in that yes. game. Okay, that but makes he a couldn't little... think of flu. So man, Christy, I'm glad you speak out. fluent crazy. That was not flu shoes. Pneumonia. But Rodman, in a recent interview, said that um, he had broken his male member three times, and at one evening he actually played. I believe it was in Houston. He, Ergo, he played with a broken male member. Right. So maybe his broke dick jerseys for sale. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good movie, Broke Dick Man. Broke, broke, oh, uh, broke Back Man. Oh, sorry, I got confused. Um, yeah, I was wondering if, 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 like Jordan's so-called flu game, if the Rodman erection shorts would be up for auction. Uh, but uh, we do have some audio. I think the flu game I shoes think... are valuable because he was wearing Air Jordans, which is already a valuable shoe. Dennis Rodman didn't famously wear, you know, certain ro- Air Rodman shorts or something. Flu, flu, flu game shoes. Oh. Uh-huh. There, there flu, Here's a little bit of audio from that uh, Dennis Rodman breaking his male member. He's got oh, really? a, a broken shaft, you see. Well, Isaac Hayes, uh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Mashup. <laughs> you will not hear that anywhere else, my friends. No, no. you won't. <laughs> uh, what's coming up in sports? Uh, we've got uh, comedians making sports news this morning. Wilbur, how about that? What are they up to? Are they being uh, goofy? Uh, well, up to is the right question. Yes, and also Major League Baseball All-Star Game is bearing down on us. Uh, and uh, we'll talk about Wimbledon. It's underway. And you know how ESPN has different channels. Like you watch a golf tournament, you can 
focus on different players or different holes. They have all these separate. They have a Wimbledon Live camera that I was watching this morning, and honestly, it's like seven or eight people uh, in a cafe eating breakfast. It was very soothing. There huh. wasn't much going on. Really? Obviously. Do they got a like a Hollandaise bar, uh, Eggs Benedict bar? I, I didn't see the bar. All I saw was like four or five tables and a couple of people. Uh, I have. I could tell it was eggs. I bet you they got at least three it. different kinds of Hollandaise: pesto Hollandaise, some sort of spinach Hollandaise, some sort of uh, yeah. No, um, they like their Hollandaise. Coming up, we have Wimbledon, and uh, we have the update on the so-called quiet room at Wimbledon and some of the problems they've apparently been having there. Not so hmm. quiet. Very sexy. Very sexy. Sexy time. Coming up today, speaking of sexy, comedian Ryan Singer will be in the studio with us. All right. He's got some pretty eyes. Yeah, I, knew, I know you mm-hmm. kind of like the Ryan. Uh, and that, plus, comedian Al Jackson will be joining us. And he's, we all know I have the thing for Al. Okay. Well, oh, he's that's handsome. coming up on the show right now. I want to talk about the summer. The summer is the season for great food. And uh, it's also a season for what we call free time. Remember that? That's where HelloFresh comes in. They'll do the shopping for you. That really helps. Takes up a lot of your time. They'll do the shopping, the planning, and then you just put the ingredients together because they send you the box with the food in it, and they've done all the measuring. And they've got a brand-new offer and a brand-new code. It's HelloFresh.com slash BTShow50 because it's the peak time for summer produce, and HelloFresh wants to make sure you get all the best picks this season. HelloFresh is making it easier to reach your wellness goals, also with fresh and fit recipes like the crunchy curry chickpea bowls or creamy dill chicken cutlet with green beans and potatoes. From HelloFresh, Willie, you've been working on some stuff. Folks, check out the pork carnitas tacos with pickled onion and Monterey Jack cheese. HelloFresh is going to send you 12 ingredients that you put together in one pan and only six easy steps. In just over a half hour, you have this delicious, colorful taco dish that you made at home with help from HelloFresh. HelloFresh also has a bunch of what they're calling fast and fresh recipes ready in just 15 minutes or less. Sign up today. It's something brand new. It's a great new program from HelloFresh. 50% off plus free shipping. Free shipping? That's right. The code is BTSHOW50 in honor of 50% off. HelloFresh.com slash BTSHOW50. Every week, 40 recipes to choose from, all the way from vegan to way over here where you've got good old-fashioned comfort food. BTSHOW50 at HelloFresh.com slash BTSHOW50. Coming up, we have um, a rather unusual story about... Um, uh, uh, something weird found inside of a whale oh. uh, and something very valuable. This is the Bob and Tom Show. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Oh my gosh. 
Tell me what you want, what you really, really want. So tell me what you want, what you want. There's Christy Lee at the news desk. Hello. There's Pat Godwin. Hey, Chick. I was I was scared uh, until yesterday. I thought I was going to overtake Pat, missing missing the most time. But you came in there, Pat. Did I, right? Very end. you damn right you did. <laughs> There's Josh Arnold. Chick. There's Ace Cosby. Hey. Willie Griswold's here. My man. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. It's great to be here. At this hour, we often check in with Chick McGee at the sports desk to see what's happening in Not the world of sports. Not often enough, huh? Um, we'll find out <laughs> what's going on over there. Oh, now? Okay. All-Star Center Mike Trout. Fish. Fish. Of the Los Angeles Angels. They call them the Halos. <laughs> The sportscasters, really. Yeah. They also call the Giants the oversized. Still. Do they really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes they call the Padres the daddies. I like that. The, da- the Padres, the daddies. Look at the daddies. The out cards. There. <laughs> well, the Padres are named after a religious organization. Yeah. A father. They are? A, 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 not, a fathers. Not necessarily a religious organization. Padre, yeah. fathers. Padres yes. is Spanish for father. Yeah, I think. yeah I but I mean, it's a religious organization at all. My father. I think it is. Uh, I think they do have uh, Friar Tuck as their logo. Isn't that right? Friar Tuck? Is it Friar Tuck? I think it might be Friar Tuck. I thought, okay, uh, I'm not sure. I've never been there. Don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty funny having a you know, right friar now out there swinging a bat. It's 73 degrees and 30% humidity. Yeah. And sunshine all day. Uh-huh. And people are just the same way. You want to go Arizona way? Is that what you're saying? No, San Diego. Oh. Yeah, never too happy, never too sad. It's kind of like being in Lithiumville. Anyway, he had um, Trout had uh, surgery on his fractured left wrist two days after he was injured while fi- while filing off a pitch. Now this uh, it was right in line with what I, when athletes get injured they should go ahead and have the surgery right away, right? You would think mm-hmm. so that they can be uh, back and ready to go. What what happened? To, why, why do these athletes these overpaid <laughs> genetic freaks? <laughs> Why do they take their time having surgery? Oh, they scared. They're getting a second. In opinion. this case, you would want it if they're in contention for the postseason. That's exactly right. He's going to be out for what four to eight weeks or something, something like that. Yikes! Yeah, so he can be back just in time. And Shohei Otani was in the lineup as the DH uh, day after coming out of the sixth inning due to that cracked fingernail and blister Ugh. on his middle finger of his pitching hand. Otani says. He is not planning on pitching in the All-Star game next week in Seattle. It remains to be seen whether he'll be uh, batting for the American League next mm. week. And that brings us to Wimbledon. Uh, you know, Novak Djokovic, Roger Federer, and Serena Williams. This happened yesterday. The only players in tennis history to win 350 Grand Slam matches. Crazy. That's quite a lot. That Did is you know a lot. That? And... Soccer royalty made its way into the royal box. Sorry, Christy. <laughs> at Wimbledon, when David Beckham took his place on center court, and here's David. You know, I was very lucky to have a career that lasted for 22 years. That's you know, and right. I played yes. for some yeah. of the uh-huh. best clubs in the world. I played with some of the best players and under the, the best managers in the world. And so I had, a, I had a very long career, but 
you know, I wouldn't say it's a relief. It just, I knew it was the right time to, to finish. To you sure quit. that wasn't Daniel Radcliffe? Yeah. Boy, that voice does not go with that yeah. body. And does now, it? Daniel so Radcliffe, the new, announcing the new one-man show at the Victoria. It's Daniel Radcliffe is David Beckham. You know, I was very lucky to have a career that lasted for 22 years. You, That's know, the, you can tell me. Some of the yeah, best I believe Harry Potter. The this is Radcliffe right players. after the Harry Potter movie yeah. came out. He had a very long career, much like his uh, I saw beautiful. that picture. Yeah, remember that? Remember, didn't he have a remember under, the underwear ad? Underwear ad? Yeah, he, oh, he, yeah, he's alleged to be him. Donkey esque and his his gifts. Daniel Radcliffe has a big ween. No, 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 no. no David no. Beckham. David Beckham. Oh, okay. You see that that big billboard that looks like a wristwatch that wasn't his wrist. <laughs> Very, very impressive. <laughs> and why, why? Where's his watch there? We don't know. <laughs> and Posh hey, baby, it's time. Uh, <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Posh is still married to him, right? Speaking yeah, they're still yeah, together. Oh, yeah. Spice Girls I think like you. 25 years or so, about to celebrate an anniversary. Good for so them. So you think that sour look had come off her face when he's... You'd think. She's working a, something like that at home, right? I don't know. Who knows? Those famous pictures of her. Him sort of looking at a cheerleader at an NBA game or something, oh, and, yeah. and she's just staring daggers. At him. <laughs> He's just wondering how do I, how the hell do I get out of this marriage? Uh, let's see, where was I? Uh, Cincinnati Reds rookie. He's, you were at Wimbledon. I was at Wimbledon. You want more? Oh, we do have another story from Wimbledon. You're right. Thank you for controlling everything. I appreciate it. How many games is Wimbledon? Uh, As many as it takes. Wimbledon's Ah. chief executive has issued a warning that the tournament's quiet room should be used for prayer, meditation, and breastfeeding. And not sex. The Telegraph reports that last year couples allegedly used the secluded space near Court 12. Oh, Court 12. For their trysts, uh, the horror of some visitors. You know how straight-laced they are at Wimbledon. I have to wear white. And there's other stuff that go along with white, but we can't talk about. Ms. Sally Bolton, chief executive of the All All England All Lingus. What is it? What? Uh, That Air Lingus is a former Irish airline. All England Lawn Tennis Club urged spectators to respect the sanctuary of the quiet room. We will be retaining it, and we'll be making sure that people are using it the right way. If people need space to go to pray, it's the quiet space for that. There is an opportunity to breastfeed in there also. But babies, not full-grown men. Yeah. Yes. If you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Man, babies got to have all the fun. <laughs> the heavy naturals. Uh, apparently, there was some scoring and uh, the term love going on in that room. Oh, boy. Mm. So players weren't using it? It was just the fans, the spectators were getting in there? I think some of the players I think were getting in there. I oh, hardly... you think it was players, not just... Well, okay. well, I don't know who else would be... Uh... You know, uh, Tissy Pass, Tissy Sissy, Tissy Tissy Pass Pass, Tissy Sissy Pass Pass. He won yesterday. He's a good-looking guy. Even I know that, and that's after decades of heterosexuality. Yes, he's a very good-looking man. You might want to look him up. Tissy Tissy Pass Pass. He's quite the uh, tennis player. (laughs) I think his I think his first name's Mark. Is it spelled the way I think it is? It's T S I T S I P A S. Wow. Tissy Tissy Pass. Tissy Tissy Pass. I have an extra pass because it's fun. Yes. Oh. You can't stop saying pass. Are you looking him up? I'm trying to find him. Tissy? T-S-I-T-S-I. Who does he play for? He's a tennis player. I know, but what country? I don't know. Czechoslovakia? Um, tissy, Tissy. Rutabaga? Is oh, that a country? Wow. It is a it is country, mm-hmm. yeah. Huh? Have you seen him? Uh, all I can find is a truck parts company called Tissy Truck Parts. 
Oh, no, he's hot. He looks like tennis Jesus. Look at him over there. He's got That's a beard. Right. He's got Willie, the long hair. Willie's got it. Show your father. He's a good-looking kid. Why don't, you, why don't you guys share a moment here about how good-looking this guy is? Yes. Oh, yeah, very handsome man. Yeah, very, very, very handsome. He does look like Jesus a little bit. I don't know if they uh, allowed beards on center court or not at Wimbledon before uh, yeah. a couple years ago. Because there's a couple of guys uh, who have beards, and they're in the running for the championship. So we'll, we'll see if they have to shave before they get the uh, plate. That might happen. You want to start that rumor? They have to shave? He is cute. What is his nationality? Do we know? I don't know. GRE, what is that? Uh, East Germany. Greenland? Greenland. Is it? By way of East Germany. I keep finding, now I found an anchor named Tisky, Tissy, Tissy, Tisky Felix. I would, I would love to know. You're going to get a Tissy, Tisky, Tisky Felix? I would love to know what he searched. That's all I've got TSI dash TSI. Well, don't put it. KI Felix. There is no hyphen. Don't put a dash. He's Greek. Oh, Greek. Greenland, Greek, East Germany. Oh, there is no East Germany anymore, right? Isn't all Germany? Sadly, you're right. She's on Telemundo. Tissy Tissy Key Felix. Well, Stefano's, you're right, he is Greek. His first what? name's Felix? No, that was this lady. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm... Felix, Allison Felix? She's a runner. This lady? She's too old I'm for so confused right yeah, now. next. I hope so. <laughs> a cameraman has been injured at Yankee Stadium, taken to the hospital. He was hit in the head. Well, those Yankee fans. By a wild throw <laughs> from oh. Baltimore, Baltimore Orioles rookie shortstop Gunnar Henderson. Position next to New York's dugout on the first base side, Pete Stendell of Yes Network. Oh, no! <laughs> was struck by a hurried throw from Henderson, who fired high just a bit outside to first as he tried to complete a double play after the game. Yes said Stendell was conscious and undergoing tests in the hospital. Play was delayed about 17 minutes as Stendell received medical attention in the camera well. Of course, fans. We're irritated that the game was delayed. Oh, yeah, I'm there, sure. There's yeah. where your New York fans. We'll kill that cameraman. <laughs> Get him! <laughs> Get him! I'm not getting on the train after five. <laughs> kill him. <laughs> you have a story about getting hit in the head with a uh, baseball pat or a, a song? A song? I'll check. I don't think so. You never know, though. Right. Haywood had a song that mentions yeah. a certain oh, yeah, that, That's, that's that what I'm thinking of. You're right. Stupid world record. A pair of comedians climbed partway up Mount Everest to break the Guinness World Record for the highest altitude stand-up comedy gig on land. <laughs> uh, is that right? What are you laughing at? It's comics suck. Sad. I have sad, friends sad, sad. that used to do sets on the L train. Just go to a comedy club, you weirdos. Just do oh. comedy in a place where you should do comedy. <laughs> if only we could find a way to have a show and explain that no one's coming. Oh, I know the secret show. That's what we'll do to mark the tenth anniversary as a comedy duo. Ellie Gibson and Helen Thorne, also known as the Scummy Mummies. How we Scummy not have Mummies. People on the show. Scummy I think mummies. they're English. Uh, they uh, went to an elevation of just over seventeen thousand four hundred fourteen feet. Nowhere near the uh, height of Everest. No, twenty nine. There. This is obviously one of the 29. base camps. Uh, 17414 to put on the record-breaking show. They had nothing on but their shiny gold cat suits. Gibson and Thorne performed in freezing temperatures for a group of climbers. There you go, Chick. You want to you go the, check out the scummy mummies? I, uh, I do not. 
Uh, I do not. A group of climbers at the Camp of Adventurer and Mountaineer, Namal. They call him Nims Persia. Oh, boy. Look at this. So, uh, now, Pat, I know you've played everywhere. Have you ever played the uh, Nepal Funny Bone? I have not. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I... You, know, you have to wonder how many in the audience even spoke English. I imagine there are a number of Sherpas, probably have limited amounts of English. They didn't do this for an audience. They did this for them. They did this for yeah. us to talk about well, them. Gimmick. I don't know. Who, who knows? Maybe they're, they're hilarious. Maybe Could be. So. I, uh, never heard their, I've never heard their act. I think, so. I think Tom's right. I think they're a primary. They're not, they, maybe they haven't made it here yet. The they have a podcast. Yeah. They, uh, comedy nights around the U.K., Ah. Uh, what they do. Now, we're probably going to get half the comedians we know are going to email us, hey, who's booking that room? <laughs> <laughs> hey, who, who's, who's booking the, what was I it like called? The, the Chili's? <laughs> <laughs> the Nims Perja room. Uh, yeah, 17,000 feet. Uh, that had to be an expensive Climbers track. are at the camp of adventurer and mountaineer, Namal Persia. He's known as Nims. They didn't even try for a... Nims. Now, who's the highest... Before that, Doug Benson. <laughs> is he the, is he still the go-to? Marijuana. Is he still the go-to marijuana guy? He's yeah, he's yeah. Still yeah, yeah he's, he's that podcast, so. Getting Doug with High. He's got Doug Love movies where they smoke on there. Yeah, yeah. man, he's having fun. Oh, I, no, I don't. I, I'm a big fan. I just was curious if there was anyone else that had kind of carried that mantle. This must have been kind of cool, actually. I'm looking at pictures. They're right there at base camp, and uh, oh yeah, yeah. If that mountain ain't behind them, do you have to pay? The full price just to go to base camp? I don't know. Not isn't sure. it close to a hundred grand a person now? I was going to say it used to be fifty, but I think it is closer to a hundred now. Hundred thousand dollars for a permit. And um, as I call it, uh, vanity adventure. But arguably, I mean, that's their industry there. The I mean, the, no, I understand, but it's. I think a lot of if you've uh, when I, years ago I read Into Thin Air, and it seems a lot of the people that are going up Everest don't really have the credentials and the skill set they need. Hence the body count um so hmm. do you remember uh, when we were kids we used to be able to take pop bottles back and get deposits mm-hmm. you know, like a nickel, nickel a pop right? you can still do that in certain states yeah, michigan vermont right um they had that same uh process but on <laughs> everest no is that I? right you can oxygen bottles and oh i thought bring the people down and, and get... that too yeah oxygen bottles and, oh, bodies. and the frozen bodies mm-hmm. yikes how about that? Couldn't you just ride a body like a sled? Yeah, the all hill? the way down. Yeah, yeah. you can toboggan oh, one down. come on. <laughs> well, you could. But then the body's not going to give, and you're holding on the arms. One breaks off. That's no fun. Oh. You don't get as much back for that. <laughs> that have to be oh, intact. They probably, they probably have a chart missing one leg, X number of dollars, yeah, missing yeah. both legs. You're just losing money when you do that. <laughs> missing well, an arm. Uh, uh, once again, <laughs> the, well, maybe we can get a little bit of audio from the scummy mummies on Mount Everest. But in the meantime, the Let's highest comedian... Not. I think probably is uh, is this guy, Craig Shoemaker. I used to do celebrities smoking pot, and the way it was written was I was back in my fort when I was in high school, and they would pass it to me, and I would do like, you oh, know. Oh, do one for us. You have to now. I didn't, oh, God, I have to remember this bit. This is celebrity smoking pot. It was written in like the 70s, so it was like Jimmy Carter. Yeah, that's damn good reefer. <laughs> that was, the whole bit was all, everybody was, Nixon, that's really good weed. You know, I love this. The whole bit. I can't believe I'm doing it. I'm Give trying me to remember. more. Give me more. Here you go, Curly. <laughs> Why, certainly. <laughs> Money. 
I can't believe I'm doing this. Act. I'm not be doing. I can't, I'm, I'm trying to recreate this. See, Walter Brennan. Weeds making yeah, it. Yeah, it's damn good reflux. Yeah, the bud's on fire. The bud's on fire. Mr. Haney from Green Acres. I do did it, them do all. It, do it. Mr. Douglas, have I got a deal for you? <laughs> a genuine imitation fur line battery run bong for your smoking pleasure. <laughs> I cannot believe I'm doing that. <laughs> Mr. Haney. Now, I, I still do. I still do in my act, though. I do Barney Fife. Uh-huh. Boom. What do you call that right there? The forbidden fruit. <laughs> but I do all the characters of Mayberry in the show. Except for Howard Sprague. I could pull him. I used to do him smoking pot. Remember him, the town clerk? Oh, sure. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, whatever. Oh, uh, gee, Andy, fire up a fatty. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you're laughing. I should put it back in. No, Pot's no, making a big comeback. This is the biggest laughs I've got all day. Pot, pot is, pot pot is making a huge back. comeback. you got to do it. Craig Shoemaker dropped the love master and put in the pot routine. Do you do again. Floyd the Barber, too? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you do Aunt B? Yeah. Andy? There are seeds in my marijuana. <laughs> Craig Shoemaker. Uh, the classic uh, marijuana with celebrities. I just Googled this, and it looks like the fee for Everest just uh, it averages about 58000 according to uh, mm. according to this. So uh, I don't know if you have to pay that if you just go to the base camp or not. Once again, we're talking about the uh, comedy duo that did a charity show. Uh, at one of the base camps on Mount Everest, and there are many, many companies that will uh, take you on uh, on their tour up to the uh, summit. I don't know if they guarantee summiting or not. Probably as close as they can get to guarantee you'll summit. Yeah, but there and there are cases in which people get almost there and decide to turn around because they realize they're not going to make it. They can't smartly so. Yeah, because yeah. sometimes <laughs> the weather going back. And, and this was uh, an official Guinness World Record. Yeah, the highest comedy show. Once so again, far at yeah. the Nepal Funny Bone, right? That's um, right. Uh, now we have to. What, what would be the good name for a club that's very, very cold and very, very high? Um, Ice House. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> wow! <laughs> it's right there. there. there I guess. Yeah. That's what taken. Ice House. Ice House Two. T O O. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that adds the comedy element. There it is. It's wacky. Uh, right now, it's a uh, quiz time. Christy Lee, what is your sleep number setting? Forty-five. Meaning what? Uh, meaning that I like a softer mattress. Um, and let's see, you know, but at the touch of a button, if you changed your mind, you could uh, crank it up to 100 like Mr. I Chick sure McGee. Could. That's my number, 100. I like a firm sleep number mattress. And with sleep number, the mattress stays firm. It never sags. It's adjustable firmness. That is the main principle behind the sleep number bed. Just one of many things that they execute with perfection at the sleep number factory. You can get a sleep number bed for yourself. In fact, right now, the famous Sleep Number Queen C2 Smart Bed is just eight ninety nine. This is huge savings, over $200. And right now, special financing is available for a very limited time from Sleep Number. Get all the details at your Sleep Number store. Sleepnumber.com slash BT show is where you find it. Adjustable firmness, just one factor of the great Sleep Number beds. They have other things involving temperature control, smart beds that actually alert you to how you're sleeping and how to sleep better. So find out what I'm talking about. I know I love my sleep number bed. I just calculated. I believe it's year 19 for my sleep number bed, which I enjoy very much. I'm getting a look from Josh. Okay, Josh, what's your sleep number setting? 65, my friend. I actually got an email yesterday. About? 
please ask Josh what a sleep number setting is he feels left out. The people want to know. Hey, okay. at least Josh has a sleep number. Come on, Ace. Whoa. Let's complain over here, right? <laughs> yeah, we'll work on that. Uh, the Sleep Number Bet. Find out more. Sleepnumber.com slash BT show. Coming up in sports? Uh, world record. All right. And uh, we've got... Um, number two pencil. A bizarre airline passenger story that somehow involves... Did you see this? Carrot Top. Yeah. The very fine what? comedian. Yeah. Uh, coming up, this is the Bob and Tom Show. Thanks for listening to the Bob and Tom Show this morning. The show is also out there for you on our YouTube channel. Watch and subscribe. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hey. There's Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hello. There's Josh Arnold. Hello. There's Ace Cosby. Hey. There's Willie Griswold. What's up? I'm Chick McGee. And here's Tom Griswold with his finger in the air. Uh, we have um, a Always little bit of, me. A little bit of audio from the Scummy Mummies. Once oh. again, this is the uh, comedy duo that um, did a show that is uh, the world record for the highest show. Over 17,000 feet on Mount Everest. And um, uh, here they are. I, I have not heard this yet. So let's oh, okay, see, uh, cool. Just two ladies. Here we yes, go. Yes, it is. Every day I wake at dawn when kids jump on my head. I'm out. It takes me all damn morning just to get them dressed and fed. All day long, I wonder, why did I decide to breed? Is this a parody of something? Am I? I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Looking for a hero. Yeah, looking for a hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Looking for By a hero. By 5 p.m., I'm mad and I'm sad and okay. I know just what I need. I need a vino. A vino. I'm crying out for a vino almost every night. A vino? A vino. Glass of wine. wine. Glass of wine. Ooh. Hang on, maybe this will help. One more. Here we go. Don't care if it's cheap. I don't care if it's nice. I don't care if it's red or it's white. I need a vino. I'm crying up. Okay. Well, I, I think that may be the first people. Please don't mistake my laughter for thinking it's humorous. They may be the first first people at 17,000 feet to walk the crowd. I guarantee that there's an absolute audience for that. Oh, I mean, of course. I, I don't. Well, yeah, I mean, a lot that of probably, who knows moms how many. out there, they, they appeal to a mom. That's what they're. Dean, does that have a lot of views? What is it, like three buck Chuck? No, not so many. Five buck Chuck? What three do they buck call Chuck. it? Three buck Chuck? Yeah, Trader Joe's. Yeah, there's uh, a, the box wine is okay. okay. Well, that's not a box wine. That's not a, a box bottle, wine? but I mean that's that is typical internet fodder. Is mm-hmm. I mean that's everything you see on TikTok. So the and entire TikTok. premise is the kids are driving me crazy. Yeah. I could use a drink. Yeah, she drinks oh. wine every night. Original. They are. Uh, yeah, they're that they build themselves as the mom comedian. Again, when you walk a crowd and it's minus forty degrees outside, yikes! They didn't. Uh, we don't know they walked anyone. We just they just, on <laughs> they our just cup walked of tea. all of us. Well, but we're near we're, sea level. We're pretty sophisticated with our comedy uh, uh, tastes, I would think. That is our comedy that is not that far off from some of the things we have done. <laughs> You're exactly right. <laughs> and now here's Pat Goff. I'd say God bless. I need a beano. <laughs> too Bino. much broccoli during the night. <laughs> God, too many beans. I too many burritos. There you go. I thought that's what they said. I did Bino. too. Yeah. That would have been funny. I thought it was I need a vino. They needed like stretch mark cream or something at first. 
Avino the lotion. Oh, oh wow. That would have <laughs> just as good. No. Uh, now, um, we have... Uh, no. no. <laughs> uh, we have Mr. McGee at the Bob and Tom Sports Desk. But once again, we have to visit... Daniel Radcliffe is David Beckham. You know, I was very lucky to have a career that lasted for 22 years, you know, and I played for some of the yes. best clubs in the world. Very I long. With some of the best players and under the, the best managers what in the world. What about your so unit? I had, a, I had a very long career. But yes. Glorious ah. Goalius. Uh, Quidditch. He played Quidditch. Yes. Well, is that a goal-oriented game? Like put Quidditch? something in the goal? It is, yeah. yeah. Not, yeah. You've not, never watched Harry Potter? Not up, I saw one, and it was like the third one. But, but they wow. get, because you score one, It's a, there's like a one-point shot and a three-point shot, and the golden snitch is a 500-point shot. So. Oh, so everything is, forget everything. I thought you catch the golden snitch in the game's all you win. You could, but hypothetically, they could have like 600 points if they scored a bunch. But the Bill Belichick of Hogwarts would focus on the Golden Snitch. It's really cool. They got to they gotta open up the thing that it's in and it goes flying off. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. trapped inside the box. Did you get one box. of those? Is there a little that you can buy that flies around like that? I'm sure there is. That'd Some sort cool. of RC thing or you dangle it from yeah. the fan yeah. and the cat chases it. I bet there is. Yeah. <laughs> There are actual Quidditch teams out there. Haven't we discussed those before? Yeah. Are there really? Yeah. If we they want. Have like a, they have pitches like a, or whatever. A, a land lock. Yeah, yeah sure, sure. Yeah. I, I know a guy. There's a comic in Chicago, my friend Tad, and he is the college coach for the Columbia team, and he plays on a Quidditch team, and they're doing a tournament in Chicago, I think, right now. Oh, okay. Very yeah. weird. Wow. Without the flying, of course. Sure. Naturally, yeah. The, There's the, not going to the be flying broom has not been very much. You're going to laugh yet. at this until you buy Quidditch a ten. Do I Finley a ten thousand dollar <laughs> Quidditch fake broom? Yeah, that you put right. Between your legs and you'll <laughs> you have a Quidditch a... be flying around your backyard. <laughs> Isn't there uh, an owl? You get a, a letter from Hogwarts that you've That's been. That's how you accepted. get your invite. Yeah, sure. at ten. Mm-hmm. So Finley's very excited because hers is coming soon. That's what you need is a fly an you owl. You need an owl. White one. An invitation. Well, right now we've kind of moved on to Taylor Swift from uh, the oh from Harry Potter obsession with Harry Potter. Did you see that that uh, she's going to Kansas? Yeah. I guess and, and they're doing a special uh, thing in the, uh, the soil. Plow, plowed field. I yeah. guess. They oh, have that's her, cool. Welcoming picture. Good. Taylor Swift. She does. Uh, see, I know all this because I've got little girls. She does. Uh, let's see. What is it? Kansas City this weekend. Then it's Denver. Then I, what is it? Seattle? Then LA? Aren't you? Uh, don't look at me. <laughs> How many shows you, you going to? Aren't Aren't you online ninety percent of the time trying to get tickets? Uh, I'm trying to get tickets to the uh, London or Paris shows because it's cheaper to fly overseas yes. to see her. That's how we saw Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> to see her there than it is to check her out here in the United That's States. That's incredible. Yeah, crappy seats are a thousand bucks. Well, she's boosting the world economy. Yeah, there we yeah. go. Okay. I've heard of, she might make a billion dollars on this tour. Good for her. Uh, more sports coming up, including uh, Cincinnati Reds phenom Ellie De La Cruz and his knob. And <laughs> Is that right? A knob's part of a bat, Tom. Ah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> the end part. And uh, <laughs> speaking of uh, corn and, and farm fields, we're going to visit Iowa when we come back. Okay. Slipknot territory. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I have, a corn, right? I have a corn question for you. Oh, God. Okay. They're coming out with some uh, K-O-R-N Adidas, and I need uh, you to let me know when they're on sale and how, keep an eye I, how I can get a pair. I'm on a special oh, really? uh, website called Confirmed. You have to be a member. And, uh, okay, yes, thank you. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Uh, uh, coming up, we have, um, I know Christy usually handles the obituaries, but this one is um, 
a case of a guy uh, coming and going at the same time. Oh, <laughs> well, oh die that, hard. Huh? I do have that story. Uh, yes. Yeah, who, yeah. Did, who did that joke first? I want to know. I believe. Uh, <laughs> I think it was um, uh, Plato. <laughs> yes, it might have been. <laughs> I'm not sure. That'd be interesting. Uh, when we come back, this is the Bob and Tom Show. Got something to say? Send us an email. Bob and Tom at bobandtom.com. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Yes, it's a very big deal. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hello, Chick. There's Josh Arnold. Hi. Ace Cosby's here. Hey. Willie Griswold. Hey, man. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold. Now, we'd like to do world records on the show, and often they are dumb. <laughs> uh, often? Uh, well, there's some pretty good ones. Constant? I like the, the beer mile, I think, is a really good one. Where they? Uh, well, that's silly. The you don't like the beer mile? I like the guy throwing up and laughing. That's I funny. But, uh, but uh, we had one this morning. Uh, You're co- the one who complains about the Olympics having break dancing, and you want to? Yeah, you like the beer mile. You like the beer mile. Why, why don't they put that in the Olympics? <laughs> I'd rather see that than break dancing in the Olympics. Why? Oh, what's next? Stamp collecting? I mean, come on. There's sports. Uh, that's and then... not comparable. Okay. No. Uh, square dancing? I mean, come on. Oh, what's the difference? Uh, Swing uh, your well. partner around the ring. <laughs> uh, we had a, a world record for, uh, from a, uh, a comedy duo from England called the Scummy Mummies. Mm-hmm. And I didn't pick up on this at first, but mummies means they're moms. Yes. Yeah. Uh, not as opposed to the great band Here Come the Mummies. No, they're moms. Where they're the walking dead. They're not uh, good moms, apparently. And uh, these uh, these moms are, uh, they uh, from the base camp of Mount Everest, they have the world record now for the highest stand-up. A comedy show. We have a clip from the. This is from Mount Everest. This is the. This real is clip. actually yeah. on, on Mount Everest. Yeah, here we go. Let's go. I have not heard this, so let's give it a listen. It's the Scummy Mummy Show. with Chick McGee. Cincinnati Reds rookie Ellie De La Cruz pointed at the knob of his bat after hitting a 455-foot home run at Washington against the Nationals. This was in reference to the removal of a plastic covering earlier in the game. The Nationals took exception. They thought it was helping him bat. Ah. The 21-year-old De La Cruz, a key engine behind Cincinnati's rise to the first place in the Central uh, had an empty sensor cover on the knob of his bat, but it was removed after Nationals manager and all-around complainer Dave Martinez questions its use before the infielder batted in the second inning. They had to call to New York to see what the ruling was, and Major League Baseball said the housing was fine. I think it's shaped like a little heart. It's kind of cute. It's a little, little heart. Hmm. Uh, so they said the housing was permissible. 
and uh, he was able to use it when he was batting. And so they had it off, and then he put it back on, and a bat later, he hit a home run. All right. So there you go. <laughs> and here we go with this stupid world record. An Iowa man is hoping to break the Guinness World Record for the largest collection of pencils. What? Pencils. Okay. Aaron Bartholomew of Colfax says he owns over 70,000 pencils, substantially more than the current record of 24,000 pencils. <laughs> Do they have to all be different or can they be the same? I was going to say, are they just the Emilio yellow number two pencils? 22,000 of them say putt-putt. Yeah. <laughs> Emilio Arenas from Uruguay is the one who holds the record right now. I believe it's Uruguay. I'm sorry. Yeah. Two counters from the American... <laughs> <laughs> two counters from the American Pencil Collectors Society. Oh, my God. There yeah. can't be. Have tallied up Bartholomew's pencils and now... He's waiting to hear if his collection is approved by Guinness. So it's not officially a record. They've just penciled him in? That's right. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> the champions, I... Right, now he's, not a, not right now he's not number one. He's number, number two. That's pencil, right. That's a collector. Uh-huh. Certainly. Wow. <laughs> he loves this radio station, though, because on Wednesday nights we get the lead out. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think he had a third one in there. But that, yeah. wow. Do you know how you spot... A lot of oh. pencils, pencils in uh, Iowa. Oh, how? You got to have Hawkeyes. <laughs> Any Boy. Big Ten pants? Oh, my yes, God. Iowa, Iowa Started with pencil, moving into Iowa. Uh, this has been the Man. Scummy Mummies, by the way. This is, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. Let's <laughs> criticize those bras. That's who this is, yeah. <laughs> I like the American Pencil Collector Society. I wonder if you... You have to be able to join this online, right? Like an entry fee of 30 bucks a year or something? Probably. Let's, let's join. I bet their conventions are crazy. I love pencils. Nuts. Me too. Yeah. Do you like a, pencils? I just got a pencil sharpener yesterday. <laughs> what? A pencil Hand-held? sharpener? Yeah. Mechanical? Like a, no, One I of those kinds? Mechan- I hate mechanical oh, pencils. Oh, man. I remember. They're pretty efficient. I think. <laughs> My daughter loves I them. I think mechanical pencils were invented when I was in school, and everybody had one except me. Oh. So Aww. I fixed that. I shoplifted one. Yeah, you did. And uh, they were amazing. They were fascinating. You just crank it more. They were the size of loaves of bread, weren't oh, they? Oh, yeah. man. I'm back then. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now you click it. <laughs> you twist it. <laughs> Don't you love sharpening pencils? Yeah. I like the old hand crank that would be on the wall. At oh, yeah. yeah. Is that I like the kind the you bought? And if you, were, if you were doing well in elementary school, you'd get to go sharpen the pencils. you get to go up front. <laughs> really? That was... That was a privilege? Yeah, that was one of the rewards, yeah. The, other yeah. Big, the biggest one was being able to open the windows. With you the were, stick? Did you have the big, long we stick? We had the huge stick. Yes. You were the window monitor? Yeah. Yes. Hmm. Uh, at uh, Mercer Elementary School. I remember those big, named long after sticks. Gen, named after General Mercer. You'd walk into elementary school, and there he was getting killed in a painting. Huh. Right there. Hi, kids. General I think Mercer. our high school was built, like, in the 1880s. I'm not joking. They just recently tore it down. But they had the big, high windows and no air conditioning. And, oh. yeah, it was kind of a nightmare. <laughs> Pencil sharpener. That was a big privilege. Oh. That and cleaning the chalkboard after school. Yeah, that was yeah. big. That was big for us too. Um, teachers, uh, I see you as teachers' pet. A long line of Griswolds are teachers' pets. That's what? what I see. Teachers have a way of making their kids feel like it's uh, fun 
to be an indentured servant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah see, that was the whole point here. Yes, yeah. you get to, I get to sharpen the pencil, huh? <laughs> but I've never lost my taste for doing that. I do enjoy it. So what kind of pencil sharpener did you purchase? Yesterday? I got a manual. Oh, what about the, uh, is it a Boss Stitch? They're the oh, workhorse they're the, of the industry. Boss Stitch. Boss Stitch? I'm not sure. I just, you, huh. I bought two of them. Yeah, they're two of them. a little bigger than a golf ball. You so, hold them in your hand and twist. Oh, yeah, that you do. Kind of, yeah. Well, that's, that's not, not a, a pencil sharpener. Sure it is. That's a form. No, you got to get the hand crank. It's pleasing in its own way. Well, the hand crank, though, you got to install it. And, you got to have a place for it. This goes in the junk drawer. You grab a pencil and And you never you find it when you need it. Yeah. And, why do you, what do you use a pencil for? You seem like a straight ahead pen guy to me. I need to have a junk drawer. And, and the pencils. thinner the pen line, the better. You like a carpenter's pencil, chick? I do like a big thick carpenter. Yeah, yeah. that you sharpen with your knife. Yes, exactly. You're, Can uh, you hold one behind your ear? Uh no. A I put it I put it in my hat. I wear a hat and I nice. sh- shove it up into my hat. Every okay, now and then I hit my They're flat, so they don't roll off certain right. surfaces. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, um, they're we, really something. <laughs> yes, uh, they uh, coming are. up in sports, I can talk for hours about pencils. About pencils? Uh, Maybe you should join the Pencil Society uh, or whatever. I, I wanted to. Yeah? I said I'll pay 30 bucks. That's sports, Tom. Thank you. We should start our own, Chip. Wherever you go. Your own what? And we'll call ourselves the Pencil Neck Geeks in honor of the great Freddie Blassie. <laughs> or we could, instead of the American Pencil, we have the National Pencil Society and then hope for a merger. What do you think? Christy! Here's an interesting got? story if you're an Ellen Alda Mash fan. Present. The combat boots and dog tags that he wore when he betrayed Hawkeye. Speaking of Hawkeye, that's what made me think of it. Huh. On the Mash TV show. Uh, meant so much to him that he kept them for 40 years, but now he's going to let them go to auction I'm to benefit and get rid of them. another passion. <laughs> it's for a charity that's uh, dedicated to helping scientists communicate better. Heritage Auctions <laughs> will be Alan, offering... I, can you do an Alan Alda? No, you know who can. Bill Hader. <laughs> yeah, yes, Bill he can. Bill Hader yeah, yeah. Yeah, he can nails do it. an Alda. And, and it's not... Uh, it's, it's somewhere between... Yeah, it's that's not kind Alan. of more of a Woody Allen. Yeah, it, but yeah. it's 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 not... It's like a nasally, but it's... It, yeah. It's not Alan Alda, but it's close enough to be uh, great and hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. amazing. So Heritage Auctions in Dallas will be offering up the worn boots and military ID tags July 28th. Huh. He wore them during the 11 season run of the show, and of course, MASH was one of the best. So if you're an Alan Alda fan, you might want to check that out. At least uh, before all before Larry Linville left, then it went all to crap. Uh, yeah. On that same note, Kurt Cobain's broken guitar sold for $600,000 at auction. Wow. Mm. The famous smashed black Fender Stratocaster that he used on the album Nevermind. It says the, al- the, the guitar has been repaired, but it is no longer playable. Ah. And Cobain had written in silver marker on the body of the guitar, Hello, Mark, love your pal, Kurt Cobain, washed up rock star. And he spelled Kurt Cobain with uh, K's. Yeah, he did and, that uh, a lot, misspelled his name on purpose. He gave it to a, gave it to a friend of his, but $600,000. Who bought it? Anybody we know? It does not say. Oh. Um, cool. But, uh, it's obviously a, a collectible. I bought it. Yeah. Did you really? Yep. Cool. You want to see it? Six hundred k huh? Yeah. How much? How much for the gun? Oh. Wow! You have to ask Courtney. If he swore he didn't believe some. Oh boy! That'll shut everybody. How down about there. the Converse One Star? He was wearing. That's what okay. I remember. Oh. Uh, now we have uh, coming up. Uh, coming up in the news, we have something called Amber Grizz. 
And is that uh, it's uh, Amber Griss? Is that the sister you never talk it about? Is Gris. Really? It's Amber, Amber Griss. Amber Griss. Yes. Okay. Well, What's we'll Amber find Gris? out. Uh, we have yet another gender reveal party going wrong. <laughs> um, a horror story on a roller coaster. A horror on a roller coaster. And we <laughs> have a ride. <laughs> we have a coming and going at the same time. But right now. I hope you're enjoying the show on those beautiful Raycon earbuds. The sound is terrific. We get love letters about the Raycons. Yes, we do. The official earbuds of the Bob and Tom show. You know, most products do the absolute same thing, but are just priced differently solely based on the brand name. So Raycon's mission is to prove you shouldn't have to pay an arm and a leg and maybe a leg and and a hand for quality sound and essential smart tech listening features we have all come to know and love. Raycon, you get a pair and a spare if you want. You can buy a, a pair for a gift and keep a pair for yourself. And you'll still pay less than you would with some of those other big-name hoity-toity tech brands out there. Raycon knows that nowadays you have to keep an eye on the bottom line. And Raycon offers buy now, pay later options, an easy and free return guarantee, free domestic shipping, and flat fee international shipping. And Raycons have over 50,000 five-star reviews look it up yourself and i haven't even told you about eight hours of playback with raycons seamless bluetooth syncing crystal clear call quality and they're water and sweat resistant so go to buyraycon.com slash tom today to get 15 percent off their already low price that's buyraycon.com slash tom 15 percent off your raycon purchase one more time buyraycon.com slash tom they're the best also coming up they found the body part of it's missing we'll find out what part is missing when we come back this is the bob and tom show the bob and tom show christy lee at the news desk there's josh arnold hi there there's pat godwin hey chick there's ace cosby hey willie griswold's here hey man i'm chick mcgee and here's tom griswold gotta get a song out of mr pat godwin yes that'd be nice yeah now um so far you should buy a ticket uh, (laughs) pat's new album is out there it's called under the bed and it's uh streaming on uh, amazon spotify youtube etc etc apple music it's got some of the uh, pat godwin classics including um uh, gangsta folk first date voices in my head good beaver gone bad and um pat's doing a special live taping for his um comedy special that's going to be happening in beautiful sarasota florida starting wednesday july 12th at mccurdy's and running through sunday the 16th patty g in concert the man the guitar should be uh, some great shows down there hope you get a chance to go see it in beautiful sarasota do you feel like playing something from the new album pat you know i was thinking i'm distracted because pennsylvania has a uh, their state song and they are changing it. Yeah, I've got that story. Do you even know the song? It's terrible. Uh, um, yeah, here's the story. The headline is Pennsylvania lawmakers consider replacing the state's official song. Um, a, a number of states have an official song. Um, but Isn't it like Michael Row the Boat Ashore or something? Isn't it some weird song? It's called Pennsylvania by Eddie Corey and Ronnie Bonner. It was adopted in 1990. I believe it's Ronnie Boner. Oh, okay. <laughs> what about uh, Pens- Pennsylvania Polka? That's a good one. <laughs> That'd be better than this one. I, bop, 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 bop. Fresh Prince it's got theme a weird song. Melody. The yeah. Fresh Prince. Do, do, theme do, song? You lived in Pennsylvania oh. for the longest yeah, time. Yeah, I'm from there. Yeah. Do you know the song? You know, I had to look it up. I I, I know the new story. It's it's like it goes like this: Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, mighty is your name. It sounds like an old song, and it's terrible. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Hmm. So they're like having people submit songs. So that's why I'm distracted today. So oh, I'm you like, I could run the, some by you. Oh, okay. You want to hear the first one? Sure, yeah, sure. go ahead. Okay, okay. Um, <clears throat> this also sounds a little bit like another song, but it's not. Okay. <laughs> Heaven like also <laughs> Pennsylvania. <laughs> Pocono Mountains, Susquehanna River. Eagle fans are tough there. Beat up Santa. <laughs> if you want a better climate, move to Atlanta. Toll roads. <laughs> Take me home to the place. I may have warrants. <laughs> Pennsylvania. Baby mama wants her cash, wants her cash. I mean, it gets it oh, falls apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There. It's a little personal there. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Maybe something a little more. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll have a few more. Okay, okay good. Well, you yeah, keep, keep working, working on those Pennsylvania right, songs. Right. I like that one so far. Yeah. Yeah, those those are not one. featured on Pat's new album, which, by the way, is uh, streaming out there everywhere. And uh, Oh, uh, could you grab that for me? Hello, Bob and Tom show. Hey, Bob and Tom, it's Donnie Baker. Hey, Donnie, Donnie how are you? I'm good. I hate to stop the hip parade, but I heard you talking yesterday, Josh, about what falling out of a kayak on your fishing trip. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, don't feel bad, because kayaks ain't even intended for our kind, Josh. <laughs> yes. And I know you're probably just trying to fetch your hula popper, you know? And don't get me started on fishing lures, neither. My Uncle Sonny always dresses his treble hooks with game-worn tags out of my Aunt Putty's panties. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hmm. Laugh if you want, Christy, but he swears that's how he caught that record mudcat at Wagon Wheel Lake last year. Uh, uh, whatever it takes. And I also thought it set the record for most whiskers for a natural mudcat, but turns out it's just covered in leeches. Uh, anyway, uh. you get me off topic. I'll tell you, Chick, tell you, hear anybody tell you. You ain't a kayaker, Josh. No, no, it's not easy. I mean, you've got the arms of a T-Rex and flamingo-like legs. You probably struggle with paddle boats, you know? And when it comes to water, there's two types of people in the world. People who kayak and people who canoe. Yeah. See, Josh, you and Willie and Chick and me are canoe people. Canoe people are good-natured, have tons of friends and family, easy to pair up regular. <laughs> Kayaks are for people like Tom. They got to go out alone. Nobody wants to spend seven hours with them anyway. <laughs> And the fact remains, anytime you even see a kayak in a wild, it's always tied to the top of an Audi or Subaru, <laughs> and you can tell they're jamming out the NPR, you know, <laughs> that one show, uh, oh yeah, all things redundant, <laughs> I swear to God. Oh, and kayakers are always dressed in Patagonia from head to toe, and Patagonia's French for overpriced outdoor stuff. Really? Swear to God. Hmm. Hmm. Put that in your Coles cash, Tom. I looked it up. Oh, and they always wear water shoes with the individual toes in them. Oh. And so much sunscreen, Josh, it looks like they face Peter North in a fire. Oh. <laughs> right to his face over a cordless phone. Oh, Thank you very much, Tom. Well, that shoe trend went away, didn't it? The With all the toes. Oh, the shoes that had the individual toe slots. Yeah. Yeah. I only saw those a couple. Running I saw them a couple times yeah. at the gym. There's people swore by them. Right? Yeah, yeah, oh, like, yeah. it's the most natural way to run. This guy Doug transferred to our school junior year, and he wore those every day. Really? Wow. Yeah, he had long hair. Oh, kind of cool weirdo guy. Huh? Fun huh. guy. Now, Chick and I remember 
the um, shoes that went uh, up in the front. Just slightly, yeah. Earth shoes. Earth, Earth shoes. shoes. They still make those. They do. Oh yeah. Oh, Absolutely. Oh yeah. I what was the idea the, behind? Them? I don't Earth know if shoes. the principle's still the same. But uh, I think the idea was a, f- a future osteoporosis. Oh, <laughs> I'm not sure what. The oh, point. sure. Yeah. Look yeah. at these. Yeah. They still make them. Yeah, plenty. There are plenty out there, and uh, yeah, people swear by them. Yeah. Yeah. So they, the, the 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 toe is higher than the heel. A little bit. Yep. Now, most of them are sandal types. Yes. Uh, like a Birkenstock. Right. You're not going to yeah. get these, you know, the clown shoe looking original right. vintage. Oh, yeah. Those are, yeah. 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 I had a pair of blue suede ones, Tom. That's Did right. you? Nice. Suck on that. Did anybody huh? step on them? <laughs> I told them not to. Yeah, that's a good idea. Hey, hey. From what hey, I understand. Don't you, don't you step on my blue suede. <laughs> From what I understand, it's a terrible <laughs> Okay. Kayaks, I, I actually do, uh, you know, I... I I don't want to argue with Donnie on this, but I, I do like it. Mm-hmm. I do too. I now like you were, in a kayak. You lost your lure, it got snagged. So you you got in the nearby kayak to go try to get it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. whose yeah. idea was it for you to get in a kayak? Mine. It was just mine. Yeah, and I've done it before. And, so the uh, kayak was there. Yeah, yeah. Now, we, when you announced that you were going to get in the kayak, did it draw a crowd? I didn't because I knew it would. Ah, okay. <laughs> and so I, I, I my uh, two because no one can pick fun like brothers. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. My two nieces were, uh, two of my younger nieces were uh, playing Marco Polo in the in the shallow area near the dock ah. of the lake, and that's where the kayaks were parked. And so I went and I, as I was getting in, I rolled it and was slowly <laughs> submerging. <laughs> <laughs> and my niece was just howling, and that caused the the uh, everybody else to turn and see. How then, deep was the water you were getting there? Into? Oh man, three feet. So <laughs> it was enough for me to be like my body under, but my head like, ah, oh, this is awful. So, or, hypothetically, you could start tipping over. You could reach down. Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah, be a little yeah. too deep for you to touch. And then I had to I had to lift the kayak up to empty it. Like on its end or but you didn't get your lure after all that. No, I didn't. I didn't. So I just decided to kayak around. So it was awesome. There yeah. you go. You can go kind of fast in those. Oh yeah. <laughs> you have like the uh, the the paddle, the double ended paddle, yep. or what kind yeah. of? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Nice. I kayak three and a half minutes, and I go, boy, are my arms tired? <laughs> yeah, it can get uh, tiring. Yeah. <laughs> That's about all you get. And the, the fun goes away a little bit. Why well, so, you can just and maintaining your balance. What's that, Christy? You can just sit and drift. You can, yeah. yeah. Just Somebody do. should put a motor on one of those, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What about the paddleboard? I know do they do board? have. Uh, they do have optional motors for canoes. The, I've seen that. Yeah, sure. Can I? Yeah, I can. Canoe? I can row boat canoe. Canoe. The paddleboard where you stand up uh-huh. on it. I don't think I'm able to do that. I don't have the core strength right now. But it's oh. like. That's not even joyful, is it? That's just a workout. <laughs> it's fun. You feel like a hippie when you do it. I'll yeah. say that much. It's not just that's not a just a workout thing. No, it's, it's cool. You actually can enjoy yourself. On oh that? yeah, dude, for sure. Yeah. What? Especially on like a calm lake. I'm not one of the guys on the ocean going out there catching. Weight. Right, right. But yeah. don't you have to wear like all hemp clothing then? And you don't have to, but it's nice. Hacky yeah. Sack. Hack, yeah. Do the hacky sack thing. <laughs> oh gosh, we got to get a visual bit of just four guys on paddleboards doing yeah. the hacky to each other. Oh yeah, yeah. Just, a lot of fun. Oh, they now, do hack. They do paddleboard yoga. Here on McConaughey Island, we. <laughs> What? <laughs> Paddleboard yoga? Oh, yeah. No. Um, Paddleboard yoga. We, Tom, Tom's board, everybody. Oh Tom's board. We had a letter about um, uh, the pencil guy 
uh, once again, the, the world's largest pencil collection. So you interrupted our fascinating <laughs> Which talk. Which I think we'd emptied. About paddle boards and kayak. Okay. To talk about the pencil guy. Well, no, uh, because uh, he's from Iowa. Okay. And uh, I got a nice letter here because we love talking about food on this show. And um, the best thing on earth is happening right now in Iowa, according to Todd, who lives there. The sweet corn season is Yum. just starting. Yes. How about that? And our friend Greg Warren, of course, has a, a project. Uh, what's the title of his uh, previous album? Is it uh, Where the Field Corn Grows? Where he explains all about corn. And yeah. he, he learned all about it. And uh, sweet corn is different from field corn. Of course. Most of the corn you see driving through Iowa is uh, field, field corn. Yeah. But there is the sweet corn seasons. Well, thank you for reminding us, Todd. And that, of course, uh, reminds me of uh, a couple of uh, tributes. Oh. To uh, to corn. And here they are. Corn, 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 corn. Everywhere there's lots of boring corn. Driving all day through green corn walls. I'm going insane. Who is going to eat it all? Corn, 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 corn. Give me a shotgun, please. Millions of ears as far as you can see. But no one will hear me scream. Without corn, there'd be no corn dogs for lunch. <laughs> There'd be no corn puffs or chips or flakes And no Captain Crunch But I don't care Corn is way too strange Why do we eat it anyway? It goes right through unchanged Corn, 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 corn It gives scarecrows a place to work But it gets stuck between your teeth No wonder the children of the corn all went berserk Corn, 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 corn. Rushing by and getting hypnotized if it makes me fall asleep and drive right off the road, I hope I kill a lot of freaking corn. <laughs> hey! Very nice. Sean Morey with uh, one of the corn tributes, and then Haywood Banks has another one. Mississippi River, <laughs> Davenport, corn, 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 corn. What's that smell? Corn, 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 corn. Iowa City. <laughs> Corn, 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 corn. Look a tree. Corn, 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 Des Moines. Corn, 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 corn. There's that smell again. Corn, corn, corn. Council Bluffs, Missouri River. Haywood Banks. And there's the classic mashup. Right. Corn, 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 corn. Everywhere there's lots of boring corn. I'll talk. Corn, 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 corn. Give me a shotgun, please. <laughs> if you're driving through Iowa, you're welcome. A little bit of a soundtrack for you. Um, now, if you're, ta- um, if you're talking Iowa corn, we finished a bottle of that Field of Dreams bourbon last night. It's nice. <laughs> finished a bottle. It's nice. In one sitting? No, no, God, no, no, not Now, explain what the Field of Dreams bourbon Uh, is. Drew Storen, who was a Major League Baseball player, was a relief pitcher, um, actually purchased the corn that is grown on the farm where the Field of Dreams was shot and is making and distilling bourbon from it, and it is very good. And it's my understanding that it is now available in 35 states via yeah. mail. Mm-hmm. It's really it's a really good product. Google I, Google Field of Dreams. Via mail bourbon. and bubble wrap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so you enjoyed it. Did you did you drink yes. it? Did you do shots, or were you sipping no, no. on it? or shots, Would you add shots, ginger shots, ale? Shots, shots. Sean, who said shots? Yeah. Willie, shots! Love it. I no, some I don't do shots of bourbon. I sip it on a rock. 
you know, put it on an ice rock. Why don't you sit on the bench or something? Stands up. Love on the rock. I don't know about. I don't know if Josh wants to share this, but when we drink bourbon, we have a, a southern accent. Yeah, <laughs> like a fine gentleman would. <laughs> a rocking chair on a covered porch. One hearty Cuban. I said some nice bourbon, 180 years old. Uh, come, uh, come uh, sip with old oh. Grover Emerson Thorne. Won't I believe you? I will. Grover Emerson. Did the other guy die? Do you have a straw hat? I have many, uh, <laughs> many straw, <laughs> straw hats. And your white jackets? That's right. Mm-hmm. Some with tails, some uh, lacking mm-hmm. tails. You're wearing a suit. It's 105 degrees. What the hell's yeah, wrong with you? It's oh, yeah. a southern gentleman. A gentleman always wears a suit. You would not suit. understand. <laughs> a graduate of Ole Miss would never be seen. <laughs> In shorts. Oh, really? That's right. Like, like, a, like, Don, like a Don. <laughs> sure, <that's... laughs> I'll be right over. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, hang yeah, on a second. Oh. Uh, hang on a minute. Now, who is this? I believe we have a cotillion to attend to. What? My goodness. Well, hello, sir. Nice to meet you. Uh, yes. oh, I have a feeling after four bourbons, you'll be saying, sir, there. Mm. Mr. Thor. took a weird turn there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, so you, you enjoyed the bourbon made out of corn. I really did. It's called Field of Dreams Bourbon. And I, I mean, I'm no expert, but I really enjoyed it. I so like. You just have rock. it on the rocks. I on a rock. I don't like a lot of ice. You love on, yeah, we did that, didn't we? Yeah. You love on the rocks. Cut up my knees. No have the special surprise. ice trays, you know, with the huge cubes. You look at me like I am just from another one, planet. Yeah, one giant, yeah, yeah, one giant, one giant I'm not cube. With this wide, one huge ice cube. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're pretty yes. great. Yeah. You either do that or a square one, or you do or you do a round. round. I've seen the round, the, 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 the ones that are bigger than a golf ball. Yeah, those, this, those, okay, are, those well, are this great. is this it's, is just like the round ones. Only square. Only Christy, square. I have not seen those. I put bitters <laughs> in mine, and then as the ice melts, it turns into a little old fashioned. You put what in it? Bitters. Oh yeah, that's nice. Oh, that's a great idea. Thank you. I'm very smart. Hmm. We could, you could put Lombardo cherries in there, too. Wouldn't that be nice? Oh. 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 It's named after Vince Lombardo. Lombardo. Of course. <laughs> famous dancer from Green Bay. Super Bowl winning. <laughs> Super Bowl Vince, winning Vince cherries. Vince Lombardo. <laughs> Five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Good uh, old acquaintance. Uh, oh, it's Vince Lombardo. <laughs> be forgot. Coming up, uh, yeah, Pat, you're working on those uh, songs? From yeah. Pennsylvania a needs more, a new song. Yeah. you got a couple coming up? Sure. Okay. We also have a, another gender reveal party going bad and they found a body part of it was missing we'll find out what that was Which part oh you're gonna be was it the surprised. penis nope <laughs> if <only>. bigger <laughs> bigger oh. oh when we come back this is the bob and tom show got a comment our email is bob and tom at bob and more bob and tom next state law those coming up Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hello. There's Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hey, chick. There's Josh Arnold. Hi there. Ace Cosby's here. Howdy. There's Willie Griswold. What's up? I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold. Thank you very much. Hello, Tom. Special hello to our friends in northern Michigan, uh, in Petoskey and Sheboygan and Traverse City and Harbor Springs. Welcome back. Lovely. Uh, Lovely. We are back on the bear and uh, hope to get up there real soon. Now, I uh, also want to point out that uh, the state of Michigan is not the state of Pennsylvania. Why do I bring that up? (laughs) 
because the state of Pennsylvania is looking for a new song. And uh, Pennsylvania, born and raised, is that correct, Pat? Were you born in the state of Pennsylvania? Yes, born and raised. Um, and uh, you are competing to uh, have the new state song for Pennsylvania. There, I guess, apparently there's a movement to get rid of the current state song that no one knows. So I'm back here workshopping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, you've you've okay. got another shot at it for yeah, us? I think I do. Pennsylvania, here I come. Oh. <laughs> That's where Rocky started from. There's loose meat sandwiches called cheesesteaks, but Philadelphia cream cheese is from New York State. Pennsylvania, here. You know, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is, that any, is that any good? Yeah, you might want to. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I it's... Sweet home Pennsylvania. Yeah. Oh. Better? Yeah. Birthplace of Patty G. Yeah. yeah. He's on the Bob and Tom show. He sure is. Once pole vaulted 13-3, it was actually 12-8. <laughs> yeah. Second rhyme. Uh, yes. Yeah, you got to get that rhyme. Uh, These are all works in progress. <laughs> you pole vaulted 12-8? 12-8, yeah. Oh, not that's, bad. That's, that's, that wasn't great. Guys were doing 14-6 when I was in high school. Okay, but you were on were the they, state championship uh, football team, though. Yeah. Well, were they bending the pole when they pole vaulted? Yeah. Yeah. And then you were going to pole vault for us, and then... Oh! Yeah, yeah and back know, surgery. Had back mm. surgery. Yeah. Thank God I had back surgery. I never would have That was been. convenient. That would have been embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, well, would, have been, would have been fun, certainly. Uh, we'll try to get another uh, official Pennsylvania song. Oh, I got five cooking Have you there. seen the uh, video of the po- guy with pole vaulting, and he gets up oh, almost over the bar, and the pole goes up the right leg of his shorts? Oh! And it kind of he kind of gets stuck there, and then he oh. kind of sort of slides down with the pole... Whanging into his testicles. Yeah. Oh. oh, boy. I had one break once. That was... Oof. Oh, that's... A, a pole or a testicle? Both. Okay. Oh, <laughs> That sounds very, very painful. Um, we have Christy Lee at the Bob and Tom News Desk. What have we missed? In the UK, they found an NHS nurse failed to call emergency services when the patient she was having an affair with died on her. Oh. According to the Telegraph, Penelope Williams had been having a year-long affair with the dialysis patient... When he suffered heart failure while they were together in a hospital parking lot, Hmm. a disciplinary committee heard that Williams, who hid the relationship from her managers, failed to call emergency services. Instead, called a colleague who arrived to find the patient unresponsive in the back of the car with his trousers down. What a way to go. They called emergency services before starting CPR on the patient who ultimately died from heart failure and chronic kidney disease triggered by a medical episode. Wonder what that medical episode was. She has since been removed by the nursing and midwifery council. Uh it's midwifery. Sorry. If you watched Call the Midwife, you would know. Oh. Fabulous show. Now with with HIPAA with with HIPAA regulations, is she allowed to talk about the affair? I think in this case she'd have to. Oh, okay. All right. So once again, yeah, it was in the UK, and the guy was. You say he's on dialysis? Yeah, where they uh, met? Not in the car. I mean, he apparently he was a lighter. Sure, yeah, you just plug it into your lighter, <laughs> roll it right down out you know, into the parking lot. Technology, Tom. <laughs> That'd be something. Uh-huh. And they're trying to cut costs at NHS anyway. Yeah. Boy, these iPhones can do everything, can't they? <laughs> this is just amazing, uh, but. Poor fella. Have you seen that? Uh, they have a they implant it into your shoulder, and it keeps track of your blood sugar. Mm-hmm. And you just hold your phone up to it, and it tells which without a prick. It's amazing. Yeah, no prick. 
Um, <laughs> that's what we're trying to do to this show. Saul's Rick. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be sitting here by myself. I think this guy went how he wanted to go. <laughs> you think he wanted to go that way? Well, why yeah, sure. You? Why not? That's yeah. where go. How do you want to go in your sleep? You, don't you think she would try to dress him at least? Hmm. Maybe she did. If she's a nurse, you'd think she'd start CPR on the guy yeah. and then worry about whatever. But, you know, she did the old, what was it, Megan Marshak, Nelson Rockefeller. <laughs> How long does it take to dress a dead former vice president? <laughs> Anybody remember that? No. Was that her name? Wasn't that her? Like I have that. no idea. You lost me. What are you saying? <laughs> uh, the guy died, and so she was like, I got to get him dressed. So when they she come was having in. sex with him and killed the vice president? Yeah, Rockefeller. Yeah. Megan Marshak. Yeah. Is that what, was that the name? Yeah. I'm just pulling it out of a thin air. Okay. Um, well, um, kind of embarrassing for the guy, I guess. Not that it matters. Kind of. They're having an affair. That doesn't I think it's mean, cool. I don't yeah. think it's embarrassing. I mean, the good news like, yeah. is... Doesn't it mean one of them's married to someone else? Uh, presumably. I. Yeah. I, but if it's this guy, the good news is he's not going to have to hear his wife bitching about it. That's true. Being dead and all. <laughs> May put a damper on the funeral. Oh, <laughs> the fact that it made the international news wire. <laughs> he was found trouserless in the back of a car in the parking lot of a hospital. Well, how would you like to be headless in a hotel room? Police in Sapporo, Japan, Monday. Ooh, I'll have to think about that. Said the headless body of a guy was found in the so-called Love Hotel. Pat, have you ever been in a hotel Sunday? room with no head? That's happened. You know. <laughs> <laughs> All the begging. You thought it was going to be delivered, didn't you? And then nothing. Yeah. Police received an emergency call from a hotel employee who made the grisly discovery at around 3.20 p.m. at the hotel in the... Susukino District. This is wild. Police said the man's naked oh, yeah. body was in the bathroom, Josh, but his head, nowhere to be found. That's hot. I, I mean, that. that's <laughs> He had no ID on him. There I were no clothes too. found in the room. Phil All... Collins. Saw. Wait a minute, hang on. Susukino? Susukino. No? This is interesting. Yeah, they have no idea who it is. No ID, no clothes, nothing in the room, just a torso. Naked body, no head, no clothing. Arms and legs. It's got to be cartel, right? It's got to be. In Japan? In Japan? Or uh, Yakuza. Oh. Yakuza. Yeah. Ah. Is that what they're called? Yeah. They have a long reach, the cartel. Huh. <laughs> In the love hotel room, though? I mean, is that trying to send some kind of message? Good. I don't Somebody. know. Ugh. Look at the security camera. Someone walking out with a suitcase full of clothes and a bowling bag. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> For a bowling ball. Huh. Okay. That's well. crazy. Yeah. Hmm. Eight people became stranded upside down on a roller coaster for several hours at a festival in Wisconsin. This sounds terrible. The roller coaster's cars got stuck near the top of the loop at the Crandon International Off-Road Raceway. Rescue workers arrived to find passengers hanging upside down from their safety harnesses. The Crandon Fire Department said firefighters used ladder trucks to reach them, securing each passenger before releasing their over-the-shoulder safety bars. Oh, it's horrible. The mm. effort took nearly three and a half hours with one person hospitalized. The State Department of Safety and Professional Services said it will investigate the incident. I shouldn't have had that big drink before I went on the ride. Oh. <laughs> Would you just finally just whip it out and just go? Pee in your own face? No, you're upside down. Yeah. Gravity's not your friend there. Do you think you can no. pee upside down? Go very bad. I think you could pee upside down. I um, wouldn't whip it out. I'd go in my clothes. Because then at least you, th- it might stay put. It might oh, not. No, it's, it's just going to drip down your shirt. I don't know about that. I think your clothes might 
uh, suck it up. So let me get this straight. You're hanging upside <laughs> down in a roller coaster stuck, and you're worried about peeing? Three and a half hours? You can't hold it for three and a half hours? First oh, off, no. no. <laughs> really? First off, as soon as that roller coaster stopped uh, hanging upside down, you probably peed then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If not, <laughs> I know I would. <laughs> so, if you're up there for three and a half hours, what... I mean, do they give With you like a, a, a prize from the middle shelf when you come down? <laughs> hey, look, I'll tell you what. Sorry about the inconvenience. Yeah. Uh, would you like a SpongeBob? <laughs> it's the big one. Okay, wouldn't that affect your brain or something? Yeah, your blood rushes to your head. Hmm. That's I why guess. one person was hospitalized for sure. Yeah. Hmm. That's rough. Um, yikes. That's the thrill of those. This was like a fair or something? Yeah. That's the thrill of those rides. No. It's not like, oh, I wonder. It's not. A, you're not excited because it goes fast and stuff. You're excited because, hey, this thing could fall apart any moment. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's why nobody thinks that. I don't know. That 16-year-old smoking a cigarette looks pretty trustworthy. Let's get yeah, 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 yeah. No Who put thanks. this together? The guy with the webbed fingers. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sure that's. Have you seen the video of the guy that scares the people getting on the ride? Yes, I have. Yeah, that's he mean. goes. Oh, I that's... forgot to fasten your seatbelts, and then he hits then the he button. Then he hits the and they button. Fall. And they drop. <laughs> that's, that's real mean. It is pretty cruel. <laughs> scream extra loud. Yeah. I mean, the good news is that the safety harness is held. I mean, that's yeah, yeah. They did their job. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Um, Can you imagine if that had been Tom up there? He... <laughs> I would have been the guy. Would have been the guy in line. <laughs> All right, I guess we're gonna have to wait. <laughs> yeah, that is more usual. <laughs> after a while, the line, the, yeah. line, the line gets a little shorter. As You're people... not gonna believe what happened this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, coming up, we have um, something inside a whale that's very valuable. We have comedians Ryan Singer and Al Jackson set to join us. Um, also, we have um, a weird story involving an airline and a good friend of the show, a guy that I think is absolutely hilarious, Carrot Top, was involved uh, to a degree in an incident on an airplane. He didn't do anything wrong, but no. he, was, he was there uh, to witness things. We'll find out what that's all about. This is The Bob and Tom Show. Thanks for listening to The Bob and Tom Show this morning. Catch any part of the show you missed later today on our YouTube channel. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hello. There's Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hey, Chick. There's Josh Arnold. Chick. There's Ace Cosby. Howdy. Willie Griswold's here. Big man. I'm Chick McGee. And here's Tom Griswold with our special guest. We welcome comedian Ryan Singer into the studio. Ryan, it's always a pleasure to see you. Hey, morning. Um, I, I love I love being here. Thanks for having me. Kind of a D'Artagnan facial hair thing going. <laughs> yeah, oh, I uh, I got my travel cheers. stash. Yeah. You know when you're tri- when you're driving across. I just drove across the country, mm-hmm. and so I was like, you know what? I don't like to be messed with. <laughs> <laughs> so I got my Sam Elliott stash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, get, I go to stash mode. Nice. Okay. When, I'm, when I'm spending you, time, you, you have the stash and the so-called soul patch. Yeah, the soul patch. Because I do life. have, you know, I try to, you know, I'm trying to have a little bit of soul. You know, oh, yeah. it nice. was, uh, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm getting older, so I'm just trying to lean into my soul a little bit. Sure, <laughs> I, I associate that with uh, with the Three Musketeers. Oh, that, that particular of brand of facial hair. You know, D'Artagnan. When you first said D'Artagnan, I, I was thinking like, oh, is that like a morning blend? <laughs> A nice cup of D'Artagnan yeah, in the I morning. D'Artagnan was the queen in Game of Thrones. I could be wrong, though. Mm. What? No. Well, uh, er, 
God. Now I'm, now I'm thinking about no. all the different names of all the different Viking shows I watched during the <laughs> pandemic. Yeah. And all the. I was binging so many Viking shows. Oh, yeah. And so now, like, before I go to sleep, I'm just like, Dear Odin, welcome <laughs> me to Valhalla. <laughs> you know, it's Valhalla! Like, yeah. <laughs> now, uh, we have um, um, Mr. Ryan Singer on his way to the Go Bananas Comedy Complex in Greater Cincinnati, where Willie rocked out over the weekend. Nice with Greg Hahn, man. It's yeah. the best there. Love it there. With Greg Hahn, yeah. Then there's going to be an album coming out of that deal. No. So I look forward to that. Speaking now, of- earlier this morning, we were talking about a world record, Tom. An Iowa man was hoping to break the Guinness World Record for the largest collection of pencils. Right. You remember this. Sure. Fascinating and now, story. Can any of them be duplicates? That's my question. Well, we don't know the answer to that, but thank you for asking. And Aaron Bartholomew of Colfax says he owns over 70,000 pencils. And then you added, Tom, that you just went out and purchased what yesterday? A pencil sharpener. <laughs> Congratulations, it's great. This is from Kelly. Good morning, everybody. I've listened to your show every morning for the past 30 years. Ah, you deserve an award. A big fan of all of you. My girlfriends and I took a long weekend and got a cabin in Hocking Hills, Ohio, where my girlfriend discovered there's a pencil sharpener museum. Is that right? She informed us that we were going there in the morning. We kind of heard her say it, but didn't think anything of it. <laughs> the next morning came, and she was ready to go after a night of drinking and partying, ready at 9 a.m. Wow. I asked if she's serious about the pencil sharp. Yes, I'm serious, she said. <laughs> so we went, and it's an hour of my life I'll never get back. And she led them there. I thought since y'all love you, pencils, you might... Led them there. Check out the pencil partner. Go to the pencil sharpening museum. It is a real thing, and it's the size of a portalette. Well, I can only imagine. No, it's it's a hut. It's the size of a one-car garage, but it it does have an air conditioner sticking out the window. Well, how many kinds of pencil sharpeners are there? It has a website? Yeah. I'm is right. it a, what do they call those buildings that look like what they are? You know what I mean? Like they, oh, uh, no, it's not. But I know what you're talking about. Yes. Like a donut shop that's a big donut. Exactly. Yeah. And it's not was, a big. There was the, what was it, Longenberger Basket? Longenberger Basket. That's a yeah. homonym. Homonym is what Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Thank uh, you. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> the Pencil Sharpener Museum. Wow. That, they got shelves full of pencil sharpeners, all right. They were on a girls' weekend. I don't weekend. even think I have a pencil in my house. You don't? I have pencils, but I, I sure so. don't have a sharpener. Oh, you got to have a sharpener. Have you have pencils. pencils. I have many, many pencils. Ryan, are you a pencil You guy? know, I love the crank. I love the wall crank. Yeah, yeah of course. Exactly. Yeah, That was the best cool. way to just yeah. disrupt class as a kid. <laughs> Every, uh, and if you're really lucky, you got to empty it. Yeah. 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 Well, that's the punchline from Tom's story. He didn't buy a crank. He bought one of those little handheld. The yeah. little plastic jobs? Yeah. I have to put... I just moved. And, and, and in, the, in, the ju- in the junk drawer... <laughs> You'll see this all ties in. Okay. In the junk drawer, there were a bunch of pencils, but they were all so dull you couldn't write with them. So I'd be in the phone with someone with some urgent message. So I some urgent message that someone was leaving a message on the phone and needed to tell. He did the right thing by purchasing. So I got a small handheld pencil sharpener. Now at my mom and dad's house, we had one in the closet, in the broom closet, with a crank on it. Like yeah, attached to the wall, yeah, the oh, good yeah. kind. But I and then and then, uh, as you point out, we were talking about in elementary school there were certain rewards, and I think Josh pointed this out. You're kind of being enslaved by your teachers. You, oh by the you, you, hey, you get to stay after class and clean the chalkboards. That was a reward. Yeah, mm-hmm. this guy writes, um, dear Bob and Tom show. Uh, this is uh, 
a guy who calls himself Bird Dog Dennis. Yeah, he does. Yo, Bird Dog. <laughs> when I was in elementary school, if you did well, you got to go to the office and make copies on the mimeograph oh, machine. Yeah. How about that? That's the thing you could smell it and get high, mm-hmm. right? That's, that just smelled good. That's cool. one of the famous scenes in the movie Fast Times at Ridgemont High when they, they pass out the papers and they're all oh. smelling them. And that's that's long gone. That I don't even know if there are any anymore. You just unlocked one of the deepest mysteries of my movie-watching history. <laughs> oh, that used to be such a mess, too. I just Did thought you? that that was just a funny scene because no. they were just idiots and they were... <laughs> I had no idea there was a thing attached. Yeah, it just works as a silly visual bit, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, okay. But Man. did you ever have to do that? There was when... a great spell. You ever open up like a magic marker and you go kind of huff it? Oh, yeah. It was the same thing. Magic mm-hmm. marker, old paint in a bag? Sure. Yeah, a lot of fun stuff. You like old paint in a bag? Oh, you bet, man. Let it dry up. <laughs> old paint in, in the bag? Have a little fun. You man. know, when you just go and see a bag of paint. <laughs> you're huffing paint over there. Oh, buddy. Tom, your son's huffing paint. I, he had all the keyboard cleaners. Take that, turn it upside down, put it in a bag. Oh, Oof. my God. Won't remember tomorrow, I'll tell you that much. Oof. I mean, there's a, there's, there's a world of lost smells out there. Now, I wonder if there's a smell museum. Oh, that would I mean, really be... I, I mean, think about it, Christy. <laughs> <laughs> I think we may have... Fallen on a great idea. The the smell museum. Oh, oh God. Don't go to the hockey bag exhibit. <laughs> that was rough. Aren't smells the uh, the foremost trigger of memories? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Right? yeah. They say that that's... Yeah. I And I get that. I mean, you could blindfold me and take me to my parents' old house, and I could go into a certain room where they they had one of those closets with the uh, wood in them. What are those called? Cedars. Cedar. Cedar. Yeah. And then You're doing the, it again. Sorry. I, I couldn't think of the word. The point is that would take me back to that special spot but you'd have to have it partitioned off of course every i mean because you couldn't just have a the smell museum yeah because everything all the smells together right yeah because there are certain smells that have gone away like the mimeograph machine i mean yeah i'd have to think hard to my kitchen cabinets are the original pine cabinets because my house was built in 41 and when you open the cabinets to get out a pan or something it smells like my grandmother's kitchen i love it there was a thing love it oh god i forget she loves it i love it there was there were there were millions of basements in certain parts of the united states that were made out of that what did they call that knotty pine yes it's called like Mm -hmm. sidecar pine or something oh yeah radon yeah it wasn't radon. <laughs> it was not even. radon. No, no, no. Radon is a scam the real estate industry uses to uh, oh, screw people out of money. How dare you? Uh, <laughs> after the sale, how to piss away five grand? Um, yeah, the, the smell museum. I'm going to work on this. Well, Can it's been tried. Other- apparently, it's been tried. The smell museum. Yeah, I'm trying to. Hmm. The first major museum showed a focus on smell. Interesting. And it didn't get off the ground. Yeah, the, these are the Museum of Smells. These were all dated like 2018, The dissipation has got to be the thing. Well, there. yeah, because you open it up and you... Yeah, yeah. sure. Oh, well, I guess Better it's used to smell that. like something. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. What other smells have gone away, do you think? I'm, 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 thinking, I'm thinking hard about this. Uh, chocolate cake. Uh, yeah, you don't smell that anymore, do you? Yeah. Never. Lemon, lemonade. Mm-hmm. Never. <laughs> well, when we come back, we may not have the... Which uh, comedian doesn't have the sense of smell? Isn't Ryan some, Stout. Yeah, Ryan yes. Stout does not... And he, so he can't taste a ton. Either. Like, he's that like would suck. Non-sonorous or whatever he yeah, calls right. it. Yeah, yeah Very good. Uh, the, very we odd. have uh, our, our tribute called the Fart Museum. We can get that coming up. Right now, we're going to uh, come back with comedian Al Jackson. We're hanging with comedian Ryan Singer. 
We haven't checked in with you to see what's going on in your life. Um, still single? Still single. Okay. I, uh, you know, it's been about a year. I was, you know, I'm back in a storage unit again. Uh, oh. But this time on purpose. Oh, okay, good, yeah. <laughs> so you're not living in a storage like unit. Are you couch no, surfing? No, no, no. I'm, I'm kind of just on the road all summer. So mm-hmm. just kind of doing Where that Where do you thing. get That's your mail? Uh, I get the mail at my, uh, that's a good question. <laughs> Wait a second. When I first Wait. moved to West Virginia, they had a thing called general delivery in the city and the zip yeah. code, and you'd go down to the post office and give them your name and say general, and they'd give you they'd Stack give you of mail? Yeah. Oh. So you've been single for a year? Single for a year. So maybe you should go to the... the uh, <laughs> Go to the smell museum. Yeah. They should miss them. No, honey, him, him. You that's, know what they that's don't sweet, smell. Sweet, sweet, <laughs> sweet. You know, speaking of smells, you know what adds to smells? Sound. And? That's right. And Raycon earbuds. You know what I'm going to tell you about. And Raycon's mission is to prove that you should not have to pay an arm and a leg for quality sound and essential smart tech listening features. Raycon, you can get a pair and a spare and still pay less than you would with some of those other big-name tech brands out there. Raycon knows that nowadays you got to keep your eye on the bottom line. Raycon's offer, buy now, pay later options, an easy and free return guarantee, free domestic shipping, and flat fee international shipping. And Raycon also has 50,000 five-star reviews. And I haven't even told you about it. Eight hours of playback, seamless Bluetooth syncing, crystal clear call quality, and Raycons are water and sweat resistant. So... Go to buyraycon.com slash Tom today and get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash Tom. Score 15% off your Raycon purchase. That's buyraycon.com slash Tom. I just Googled smells that have gone away. The first one is is a picture of Mr. Hand from Fast Times. (laughs) But uh, here's one that I'd forgotten. This is a great one. The smell of that uh, Polaroid goop. Yeah. You'd put oh. on a Polaroid picture. It had that little squeegee. Oh, I don't remember this. So. Yeah. You'd take, a, you'd take an instant picture with a Polaroid. It would spew it out of the machine. Right. Then you had this thing. It was a, like the size of a golf pencil, but it covered in this goo. Wow. Like, oh. Finisher would, or something. Yeah, and you or? would slob it on there. I don't remember that. That had a peculiar smell. Mm. Uh, very good, very good. Oh, when we come back, <laughs> comedian... Al Jackson will be joining us. <laughs> I think it smelled kind of like, uh, you sweet, know. Sweet, sweet. Oh. Yeah, it, it would certainly the consistence of uh, mm. some kind of bodily cheese. Uh, when we come back, this is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Present. There's Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hello, chick. There's Josh Arnold. Hi. Ace Cosby's here. Hey. There's Willie Griswold. Good morning. I'm Chick McGee. And here's Tom Griswold with our special, special guest. He is comedian Ryan Singer. Mr. Singer is on his way to Go Bananas Comedy Complex in Cincinnati, where Willie and Greg Hahn killed it last weekend. And, uh... You have a chance to see Mr. Singer this weekend. Now, um, I think we're getting set. There we go. We're getting set to join comedian Al Jackson. And uh, you've really uh, spruced up the space there, yeah. Al. Yeah. Hey, look, we got the week off for the show. So I've been doing dad stuff in the yard. Today is bulk trash pickup day. So it's a big day around these parts. Ah. All right. Hmm. Now, were you able to throw yeah. a bunch of stuff away? Or do you have enough stuff to throw away after your last girlfriend <laughs> took everything? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's funny. I was telling Dean before we got on, I got into like, uh, you know, my car was stolen last year, along with my home being gutted. Yeah. 
Uh, the guys that stole my car, we got it back. There was a bunch of tools in the back. And I sold a couple in the parking lot of the PNC Bank. <laughs> Shout out Facebook Marketplace. And, uh, you know, after that, I was like, let me just see what's up. Because I had a, I was like, I don't know what the, you're supposed to saw, but I was like, I think this is a nice saw. So I started to learn how to, you know, do that. Then there was a sander back there. It was like uh, Bob Vila stole my joint. Wow. <laughs> so did you, how yeah. long after your car was stolen, did you get it back? Uh, I they found the guy. Did I, did I tell you they caught the guys drag racing? No. The, yeah, I, I had a. She was pretty man. I had a, a Dallas Challenger. Shout out. Uh, her name was Gina. Shout out Martin. Damn Gina. And uh, you know <laughs> she was just a beautiful. You know, and I was happy because there's a part of my male ego was like, yo, you know, my car ain't going out like no rolling restroom downtown. You know, my car went out on its shield on the highway drag racing. So shout yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, no, but you got it back. Did you have to sell it? I I eventually had to sell it because when you get your car back, because uh, uh, you know when I went to go get the car back, I I think I'm sure I was like y'all, where you think like the cops are gonna be there with like that paper that's got blue and pink on both sides, so like there's some kind of transaction. They just gave me my car back. I got in the twelve pack of beer that they were drinking was still in there. There was a huge knife and two gigantic meth pipes in the <laughs> cup holders, and I'm like, hey, y'all need to. Y'all clearly did not <laughs> clean the, the clean the car out. So like when you get your car back, it, you know it's just kind of as is. And they had done some weird stuff with the ignition to make it go faster. They were very tokyo drift with it but you you know it eventually like messed with the electrical system so i had to uh i had to total it out but i, I drove it again for maybe like another two months mm. all right well um uh, and then once again we have to explain that your house was uh, largely emptied out when your last romance ended yes first of all ryan what up man hey how you uh, doing buddy yeah i'm chilling man my uh my ex and I talk about this in my act. It was, uh, it's, it, I, I even, it's weird. Ryan, I don't know if you ever have this now. Uh, as a veteran comic like we are, I keep telling myself, this is going to be funny. This is going to be funny. <laughs> and I was thinking this in real terms because uh, I broke up with my fiance and I tried to be a G about it, gave her three racks to move out, you know, and I stayed in a hotel, you know, for a couple of weeks just to like let her move out because I'm on the TV and I didn't want any uh dust ups at the crib you know so uh when i walk back in and it'll be a year on labor day this year that's how i know exactly when it was uh <laughs> I, I walked into my crib and i was on the phone with my homeboy john vargas and i'm you know i'm I'm looking at my phone and i walked in and my voice started echoing like i was doing a, a walkthrough on zillow <laughs> like it was just it was and, and it, it it made me pick my head up and i looked to the right and i was like my couch should be there but it's not and uh, she stole every single thing that I own, but she had like weeks to be petty. So she went through my drawers. You know, she stole like, you know, the stuff you don't even know you have in your house. So you go to reach for it. You're like, damn, she took my Q-tips, you know, like, oh. like she took every little thing. But uh, it, it was cool because it, it gave me a chance to like refresh and go to Target and look at uh, all the uh, attractive mm. Ryan, in there. So, if yeah. I remember correctly, she stole Al's ceiling fan. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. Uh, that, that you just, Josh. That's not right. There, it's multiple ceiling fans. Oh my god. Yeah. She, she yeah. took a cup. Do you understand how petty you have to be to get a ladder? You got to get a ladder. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. You the got right a screwdriver. Big, you got to detach wiring. Yes. yes. I'm going to say she had to help. Yeah, she had to turn a breaker off. She had to help. Yeah. <laughs> she had to figure out which breaker it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. This was like a long... Oh, she, Christy, she definitely had help. Yeah. What I think she did, be, and he, it, it didn't hit me till I went and uh, I went outside and she saw like a... Uh, I had a heavy bag. It was like one of the first things I, I bought, and that it had cement at the bottom of it. It was outside. It was like one of the, it was on them heavy bags that like uh, you know broken husbands go out and hit sure. when they're just frustrated because their kids don't respect them. And, you know, and I was like, there is no way this human being moved this uh, heavy wow. bag with cement. What I think she did was I think she went on Facebook Marketplace place because Facebook Marketplace giveth and it taketh away. <laughs> I think that she was just like, if you can carry it, you can take it kind of thing. Yeah. Because I had a sauna, dog. I just got a sauna. She stole, like, it was a Wait, it, she stole the sauna? sauna? Bro, do y'all not know this? Did, did I not send the video? We didn't know about the sauna. My, I, I'll send it so uh, all the Bob and Tom uh, folks can peep. Uh yeah, I had a I just got a black man got do you know how many gigs I had to do to get that sauna? Uh <laughs> she stole my sauna. How many delayed flights? Uh yeah. So uh yeah, she stole I had a I had a walk-in sauna, she stole that, but I'm I'm telling you, it was like it, you know, it really helped me realize that like if you don't like who you live with, it doesn't matter. Look at Kevin Costner's mansion. Did you see that mansion? Yeah. And he still got divorced. He could be in the West Wing of the house and never see her. But just the idea that she's on the premises. <laughs> he couldn't like, handle no. Yeah, but no, she's not she's like, not leaving. If you don't though, right? Like who you're with, it's a wrap. The know? judge just decided she has to go. She has to get out by the end. Christy, of the month. can you explain what an ironclad uh, prenup is. I don't think because one exists. we were arguing about it on the show. I know I, it, because it's like you know Kanye famously we want prenup and everybody's right. like because he didn't have a prenup in his first one. And everybody goes, oh, he's so stupid. I think he lost eighty million dollars. Let's all pause on that. Yeah. And so the second one, eighty million dollars. So the second one, he's like, I got an ironclad prenup. And she had to leave the house in 30 days, and she just didn't. And everybody was like, yeah, she decided not to go. I'm like, oh, did she? I don't blame her. Yeah. But, like, I, I don't understand, like, what the law is. I don't either, because she had a prenup. She agreed to those terms. And then when it came down to it, I ain't leaving. Not to give me more money. Yeah. Well, that'll be well, quite the judge said, when, they, when they evict her, that'll be... The uh, judge did say, you have until the end of this month, you have to get out. But they're not going to rule on the prenup until November. Well, That's the story I just read today. Well, we need to explain November. to uh, Ryan yeah. how this show works. Um, uh, the way the we way talk show... about home and auto theft, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> and, and broken hearts. Uh, yes. uh, the way the show works is uh, I'm trying to get a little bit hipper. I know that may be hard to believe. I know but, you're uh, so hip already. Yeah, I mean, uh, Al <laughs> is uh, my man in the street helping me with the contemporary well, aspects of slang you mean he's not yes. just your man he's he's my man 50 grand that's right that's uh, right uh now al uh, let's uh, show ryan how this works all right well uh, you know tom i like to start off with uh you know a little refresher so that you can uh, obviously so show ryan how proficient you are so just like <laughs> you know this is your show uh so like why don't you tell ryan like what a flex is a flex. Uh oh. Mm -hmm. um, no, you got it. Don't panic. Don't yep, panic. You do have don't this. Make that yeah. face. Uh, you got this. Is that this showing off? 
Yes. See, Tom? I'm going to flex got for it. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Right. So, Tom, now that we know what a flex is, let's just go Let's go with the term. It's probably like mid-90s. Uh, Tom, tell me what uh, laced up means. Laced up. Um, laced up. Uh, is this a reference to you're ready to fight? You got your boxing gloves laced up for you? No, but you're not that far off. You know, you're in the house. Is it a shoe reference, lacing up your shoes? No, no, no. Now you're walking out of the house and, and your bathrobe's open. Is it lace no. uh, like uh, doilies? Yes, Tom. It is uh, exactly. Uh-huh. It's like Chantilly lace, actually. Mm-hmm. There's an Ellie song about it. I'm laced up, man. Um, I'm laced up. Uh, yeah, boy, is it a reference to a drug? No. Oh, yeah, because something can be laced, of course. Yeah. yeah. Yes, okay. definitely. All right. Oh, I'm laced up. Uh, uh, you're ready to go. Yeah, I would say it doesn't mean analogous ready. to hemmed up. You can, we also, I think we talked about hemmed up. Like hemmed up, laced up. Think about what those two things kind of are. Hemmed up. Uh, you're uh, putting on your most macho side of things. Oh, not it's no. not hemmed, hemmed. Oh, hemmed, hemmed. up. Yeah. Hem, hemmed yeah. up, lace Are up. you wound tight? You're... Are you wearing shorts? <laughs> Got the hem. I feel like this is that game where like, we're, you get clues and you have to guess like who I am. Are you wearing shorts? Are you Dorothy Parker? <laughs> are you the mayor? Yeah, no, it's uh, like hemmed up, laced up. It's... It, it's kind of the same, but kind of different. When I think about laced up, I w- it's something you're involved in that you don't want to be in. So you're like, I just came down here to the bar to get a drink with Tom. He's already in an argument with three gigantic dudes from Australia. Now he's got me laced up in something I don't want to uh, feel. Oh, okay. So like messed up with. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yes. You're yeah. t- Whereas you're hemmed in. up would be like if you guys got into a pushing and shoving match in one uh, those guys grabbed you kind of from the back and had you in a little bit of like a you know bear hug or a chokehold or something. You'd be like, hey, I had to hem him up real quick because you know he you know he had me pinned down. So hemmed up is kind. Of, I always think of it more physical. Where laced up is more like you got me involved in something I don't want to be in. So <laughs> okay. Tom, all right, I ask you now for our audience, please use the phrase laced up. Uh, let's see now. Um, uh, <laughs> What would I be doing? I, I was trying. Really I was. Tense, I was trying to sail out of the harbor. Oh God! I was trying to sail out of the harbor when I got um, laced up in some dinghy race. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> sure. <It's> okay. <laughs> this, is, this is for a lot of Cape Cod related beef. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like something goes on in the Hamptons. I think. But yeah, and dinghy race sounds a little pejorative. Yes. Like, oh man, I got on the bus and it was full of people of the dinghy race. <laughs> no, no. I was trying to get the boat out of the harbor, but there was some dinghy race going on, and there were all these little kids in their dinghies, and I didn't want to <laughs> hit, hit the gas and get awake and dump, dump them over. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so I got laced up in that. <laughs> so you're yeah, saying it's not typically used for yachting? Mm. No, no. Uh, a lot of this isn't. Uh, a lot of this slang isn't for regattas. <laughs> I know why you would think that because you're pretentious. But... <laughs> okay, let's do another one, Al. Thank yeah. you. Is there All a right. slang uh, term for pretentious? Ooh, that's a good one. Pretentious. Uh, like I would you... say 
probably uh, just the first one that comes to mind is just bougie, but that's uh, kind of easy. But she, yeah. you know, just be like, you know, uh, Christy uh, told me to wear jeans and tennis shoes. I walk in there super bougie, and I'm like, why didn't you tell me? You know, right. it's kind of like it's, a, but pretentious is kind of like it's it's fancy for no reason. Mm. So, I, yeah, but the first one I would go with is bougie. bougie. Now, Tom, I know we're we're short on time. Uh, so I'm just going to ask you to use this phrase and um, just show Ryan this is how we do. OK. OK. So, Tom, uh, please use the phrase bossed up in the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tom, go ahead and do that. Check uh, believe. Uh, bossed up in the game. Yes. I see. And please re repeat it like it's coming out of a robot's head. <laughs> <laughs> Swag, please. Uh, uh, let's see now. Um. Wow. It, is it is it sort of literal? Is the word boss as in uh, supervisor at the workplace? Um, <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Okay. I was bossed up in the game. Um, <laughs> Tom, Tom sounds uh, like he's repeating phrases before he goes into his first undercover gig, where he's going to be taken hostage in four minutes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, in the game. To continue I'm our analogy, to, to continue our analogy to yachting, um, would it be? Uh, well, I was planning on heading out of the harbor, then I got bossed up in the game by the Coast Guard. No, no, doesn't mean no. doesn't mean a superior no. force is coming down on you and making you do what you don't want to do. No, it, it's a positive thing. Think about the yourself. Think about force. yourself in this, as a superior force. Yeah. Oh, you mean I took over? I walked into the situation and I took over. Kinda. What uh, could you say? This uh, man, when it comes to morning radio, Tom is bossed up in the game. He, That's exactly how you would use it, Josh. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, he's the best of you've the best. On, yeah, you've been running. You've been running these airways for decades. You are li you are literally bossed up in the radio game. Bossed up. I like yeah. that. Okay, very good. Very All right, good so Tom, <laughs> really quickly, now use it after Josh showed you exactly how to use it. <laughs> Let's see. Don't mention sailboats or yachts this time. I'm trying to think of a way to do this. <laughs> well, what do you want him to say then, Willie? <laughs> it's like all right things go you know. through Regatta. <laughs> I'll, I'll do this. I'll do it this way. I don't know if you heard about this, but uh, the Kennedys were here. Uh, yeah, uh, 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 Christy Lee. What? Christy Lee recently got married, and when it comes to marriages, she is bossed up in the game. Yeah, I know my way Those around are... a marriage or two. <laughs> <laughs> Or she three is, or though. four. <laughs> there you go. I, hey, Christy, what, this one is is the one, and anybody else blew it because you were the best chick ever. Aww, Straight up. So Straight nice. up. Thank you, like, for anybody that can't get along with Christy, come on, dog, fix yourself. <laughs> yeah, figure it out. Yes. Now I'm trying to figure out a way to use laced up in that uh, context. <laughs> uh, Not um, like that. You walked into the hallway, and Christy was on the phone with her new husband, and things sounded uh, like uh, you know trouble in paradise, and you didn't want to get all laced up in that. Oh, so you, you, nice. you went, you walked yeah. away. Yeah, that's very Especially nice. if Christy tried to hand him the phone, like, will you talk yeah. to him? You're like, I don't want to get laced up. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, Tom would be the last person I would ask. <laughs> Uh, now, I've, uh, your assignment for next week, Al, is uh, let's find out some uh, slang terms for pretentious. Can we work on that? Okay, pretentious yes. and, and also a lot of yacht-based rap slang. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. Yes. Very Good course. luck. So, yeah. Yeah. Which rappers are making a lot of money now. It's coming. There's going to be like a little yacht beef. There are, yeah. There's already yacht rock, so mm -hmm. come on. Yeah. And everybody yachty. loves yacht rock. Yacht hip-hop.
You know, like a Louis the buoy. <laughs> Yacht rat. Just like that. Just <laughs> Thanks, Al. Al Jackson Hi, is seen Al. See you. on the Daily Blast Live. Thank you, you, Al. See you, so dude. Bye, Al. Pleasure. It's quiz time. Christy Lee, what is your sleep number setting, please? 45. 45. That is a soft Hubby mattress. is 100. He has it. Your hubby is 100? Oh, yeah. See, you're in the same bed. The way that works is, of course, it's uh, called the adjustable firmness level of the sleep number bed. Chick McGee, your firmness level is? 100. I like that firm mattress, Tom. And you know either, that. either side of the bed has its own setting, so level up. With a sleep number bed, you can uh, change the setting at the touch of a button. The sleep number people have perfected adjustable firmness, and uh, you can sleep at the firmness level that you like, and the bed will actually help you pick that level over time because these are smart beds. In fact, right now, you can sleep at the next level in the sleep number queen C2 smart bed. It's just eight ninety nine, save $200, plus special financing is available for a limited time from the sleep number people. You find it by going to sleepnumber.com slash BT show. See the store for all the details on this special financing that is once again available for a limited time. They've got all kinds of interesting stuff going on, like the Flex Fit 3 Smart Adjustable Base. That's the one where you can raise your head. Very handy if you're a snorer. The Sleep Number Smart Beds will help you. They even have them that gently warm your feet. They've got temperature controls, the whole deal. Find out which one appeals to you the most by going to sleepnumber.com slash BT show. When we come back, we have uh, smells in history. We have a gender reveal party that went wrong again. And um, an interesting uh, story about Dolly Parton. Do you have a new Pennsylvania tribute for us, Pat? Well, I'm struggling over here. Okay, oh. we'll, we'll, we'll hope to get one out of you. This is the Bob and Tom Show. More Bob and Tom next. Got a comment? Our email is bobandtom at bobandtom.com. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hello. There's Pat Godwin. Hey, Chick. There's Josh Arnold. Chick. There's Ace Cosby. Hey. Willie Griswold's here. Hey there, man. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold with our comedian guest. He is Ryan Singer on his way to the Go Bananas Comedy Complex, Cincinnati, Ohio, USA, for some great shows this weekend. We just uh, touched base with you, Ryan. You are currently um, just moved out of your apartment. You're, um, all your stuff's in a storage unit. You're on the road. Um, single, Freelancing. single for a year. Yeah, uh, last last year when I was here, it was uh, me and Al. Our breakups almost synced up. Oh wow! Mm. You know, uh, we didn't plan that. You know how like women live together in their period sync <laughs> <Yeah>. up. Comedians <laughs> <laughs> breakup sync. Huh. Uh, but this year, I got a slightly larger storage unit oh. because you know I'm doing better. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I was last nice. year. So I'm on the float on purpose this year. Okay. You know, as opposed to being like, you know, politely asked to leave. Oh, did you hear that, Tom? He's on the float. I like oh, that. Oh, that's nice. Okay. That means you're without housing? That means I'm without housing and I am free to have, you know what I just I just discovered? The creamsicle float. Oh. <laughs> it's vanilla bean ice cream with orange crush soda. How about that? Oh, my God. It's summertime. It's the perfect time to have ice cream in all forms. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. You know, Ryan's a big uh, milkshake guy. Love a milkshake. Love a milkshake. milkshake. Love a milkshake. Love a milkshake. Yeah. Oh, my God. It is. You know what? I, it, there's a new... 
There's a new joint that opened up in my hometown. I was just visiting some family. I got to see my mom. My mom, by the way, is her name is Karen. Hi, Karen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Karen is uh, Southern Ohio, and and you know she's you know I, I I don't know how old she is now, but the um, <laughs> I remember a few years ago when the name Karen became you know I guess thing. pejorative. Yeah. She leaned into it. Oh, good. She's like, you know what? If people are going to use my name as a bad name, I'm just going to go for it. And now everywhere she goes, she's like. Asking to talk to managers. <laughs> because she also is psychic. And oh. like, so she can like read, she'll talk to like spirit guides. I don't know if you, if you have any experience talking with psychics, but like the, a lot of times they'll communicate with your spirit guides to get information about you. Gotcha. And if she's not getting information, she'll be like, I need to talk to your manager, which I guess is God. <laughs> oh. Well, we can go from uh, psychics to psychos. Got an interesting story uh, that, in an odd way, involves the uh, very fine comedian Carrot Top. I'm a big fan of Carrot Top. I know people go, he's a prop comic. He's a brilliant prop comic. He's been a good friend of the show for a long time. But did you see how he's involved in this weird yeah, story? Yeah, there was this really weird story that happened over the weekend where an American Airlines passenger uh, is going, she went viral because she was recorded having a meltdown on a plane claiming that one of the other passengers was quote-unquote not real. Oh, that's weird. According to multiple outlets, the incident occurred at Dallas-Fort Worth International. Hmm. Video shared on social media shows the lady walking down the aisle on the plane shouting obscenities at other passengers. Yeah. She stops and turns toward the back of the plane and shouts, I'm telling you right now that mf'er back there is not real weird she thinks it's like a ghost yeah, yeah the woman then tells the rest of the passengers they can stay on board if they want but she's not going to die with the rest of them well, yeah why would she she wants off tmz reports what the person you do? shared the video claiming the plane was evacuated the trip was delayed three hours over the incident oh, after this oh. went viral carrot top stepped in what? and said he was on that flight confirmed that everyone had to deplane following the bizarre outburst and they were eventually allowed to board again and make their way to Orlando. Yeah. It's he was like on that, the flight. Oh my God, it's like that moment in a movie where, you know, you're following the hero, the protagonist, and there really is a f- like an imaginary person. Yeah. On the pl- yeah. And no one will believe them and you're watching and you're like, I'm on your side though, man. So you, it's like, <laughs> I feel like if I was on that flight, I'd be like, I have to make a choice. I know, Ryan, I'm, I was just going to ask... If you and I, because I knew you would be this way too. Right. If you and I would be the only ones who there, we would have to make it. Let's hear her out. That's I would a... be like, do I need to not fly on this plane? Yeah. yeah see, I think there's a choice: the meth or bath salts. I think is the choice. She's no, nuts. I don't yeah. think I don't think I don't I'd think stay so. on the plane I after stay. somebody stood up and said, "Go ahead, I'm not going to die with the rest of you." I don't think I could. <laughs> I'm off, I'm off no the way. plane. She's yeah. a lunatic. We well, don't know what don't she care. saw. Maybe she sees something we don't see. Yeah, well, I see it as a plane with fewer seats so I can relax and lie down on the back. <laughs> at, the, at the very least, she jinxed the plane. Yeah. 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 Exactly. There's right. not enough wood in the world. It was, American, it was American Airlines, and as you know, all... Ghosts fly spirit. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> what were we thinking? That was a ghost. <laughs> a ghost oh, on the phone. Spirit Airlines. Sorry. Nice. No, this guy. I would be so... Three hours, you're delayed, you're missing your connection. People probably going on vacation to Orlando. They're probably going to Disney World or Universal. They got their kids, and they have to sit there because of some psycho. Again, yeah, my solution to this, you take her up and throw her out of the plane. 
Oh, uh, the, the, the humane way. Yeah. Well, Saigon style. You know. Oh. Twice in a week. You, you know, in the Saigon. airlock that they've got. Just, uh, well, that's the problem. We can't, they can't open up the um, Well, fortunately, door. they weren't off the ground yet, so, you know. But yeah. I'd be like you. I'd be a little worried. I'd be like, oh. Just see, the story doesn't say whether or not she was pointing at a person, does it? No, she was pointing at the back of the plane. Right. Oh. Mm-hmm. So if you're pointing yeah. at a person, everybody almost went, no, right. no, 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 we can touch this person, right. we can see that they're she real. She did not see the person. I mean, So we don't know what yeah. she saw. Yeah. I'd say this is an open case. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mulder and Scully are on their way. Oh, for God's sake. It's important work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of that, spirit of death here. See, but this, this, here's a different news account. It says, the woman makes her way up the aisle cussing up a storm saying she's getting off the aircraft because there's an imaginary man on board well yeah that's that's what yeah, she was saying yeah. that guy's not real that guy's not real <sighs> okay well, wait so she was saying it was he was an imagine like she was saying he was imaginary or was she saying that there's a guy back there you guys can't see him no, but he's I, not real i think that journalist is editorializing right, i think a little so bit. too we don't know if it was imaginary all right well all we know is she's doing. Uh, she's warning people rightfully. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> right. That's right. Can't be too careful these no, days. No, you can't. Like a blood test. <laughs> <laughs> oh. See what's going on there. Um, wow. Well, now, aren't you having a birthday coming up? I yeah, think? a couple days. All right. Oh, uh, yeah, I'll be uh, 47, which is going to be good because 4 plus 7 is 11. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Every time I'm in an 11, it's good. I was 11. <laughs> I hit puberty. I was... Well, now I can't do math, but oh, 38 was a pretty good year. Okay. Uh, 29, killing it. Uh, so 47 is going to be great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm 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 learning that I'm, you know, I'm not the, I'm never the smartest guy in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd like to think I'm never the dumbest person in the room, but that's exactly what the dumbest person in the room would say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, man. That but uh, I, I believe in completely stupid things. I mean, not the ghost stuff. That's that's very valid. But, yes, thank you. Um, <laughs> like, I had a friend the other day. He was over at my old apartment. He goes, hey, can you make a pot of coffee? I was like, I'd love to. But it's going to take 20 minutes because my drip drip machine is old. Oh. So it takes a long time for my water to evaporate. And he goes, what are you talking about? <laughs> and I go, you put the water in the drip drip machine. You hit right. the button. It gets super hot. It boils. It evaporates. And then it revaporates like a cloud <laughs> yep. over the coffee beans and then rains down caffeine into my cup. And he goes, you think the water evaporates? And I go, yeah, how else does it get into my cuppy cup? <laughs> and he goes, it gets warmed up. Are you stupid? And I go, am I stupid or am I just whimsical? <laughs> yes. Fair. You know, like, what world do you want to live in? I think you have to ask yourself, like, do I want to live in a world where there's a boring coffee maker and so, some tasteless water gets passed through a, a generic heating device into my coffee maker? Or do I want to live in a world where there's, like, a DMT elf inside my coffee maker using, like, a hand crank water mill? Like, if you read the magical incantation from this grimoire, we can unlock the prism fractal world and extract the elixir known as caffeine. Ryan is sleepy and thirsty. <laughs> yes, that sounds good. Well, thank you very much. I like that Ryan world. Singer is our is our um, barista in the world of magic coffee. Uh-huh. When we come back, we have a, a gender reveal party that once again uh, 
Sets the world on fire, uh, literally. And uh, how's that Pennsylvania song coming? I think I got one. Okay, good. When we come back, this is The Bob and Tom Show. Hey, thanks for listening to The Bob and Tom Show this morning. Get a look at today's show on our YouTube channel. And five. Welcome back to The Bob and Tom Show. In the performance room, it's Pat Godwin. Hello. There's Christy Lee at the news desk. Hello. There's Josh Arnold. Chicky. Willie Griswold's here. Hey, buddy. There's Ace Cosby. Howdy. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold, and we have a special guest. We do, indeed. He is comedian Ryan Singer on his way to Go Bananas Comedy Club in Cincinnati, Ohio. And um, we were talking about uh, unusual smells in the world, and um, we were talking about... uh, You didn't understand that scene from Fast Times at Ridgemont High where they pass out the exam, and and everyone's kind of huffing the paper. That's because that was a mimeograph machine. I was saying that there are certain smells that are kind of lost. The mimeograph was kind of a pre-Xerox machine kind of mm-hmm. thing, where the teacher would make copies of a test, for example. And then other smells that are lost, the uh, smell of the uh, Polaroid camera fixer. It was this little tube, and you'd pull out this goop and put it on a Polaroid. I don't know if they even still have what that What did stuff. it do? Did it keep it from losing its color? I Is think that what so. It did? I think okay. it was like a fixing agent like All you right. would use in traditional photography. Gotcha. That, and that had a peculiar smell. Remember the smell of the screens? The screens, that they'd be in this big metal canister, and you'd, you'd put the set up the film projector in the room. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah, those screens had a very yeah. specific smell. Mm-hmm. And I was saying perhaps we should do a, uh, a smell museum. Of, of smells that are lost, and uh, we've received several communiques regarding that, saying we already did that, and that was, of course, uh, Christy Lee's uh, faux pas that led to, well, you'll hear it. Are you doing your last news story, Christy? Oh, I can do one. Oh, go for it. You said if, you had one more. If art museums are a little too stuffy. <laughs> fart <and> museum. That, <laughs> art. Oh. I'd go to a fart museum. Hell yes. <laughs> Farts through the ages. It's a little hard to document. The dawn of farts. <laughs> How old Hold am on. I? Hold on a second. Am I going to be still making fun of farts at 50? Good I don't morning, know. Bob and okay. Tom show. Hey, Bob and Tom show? Yes. Call for the fart museum. <laughs> oh, yeah? Chick, yeah. I just want to crack you. You, you don't want to come here. <laughs> you, you so, don't, I, I, gather, I gather it's uh, fully all-dimensional uh, oh, smell-o-vision. It's <laughs> Lousy museum. Really? Oh, this museum is no good at all. Whoa. Whoa, what was that? Oh, it's part of the multimedia display they've got going on. Uh-huh. When you walk in. All right. Oh, it's unbelievable. There's just like this big air compressor there. It blows farts at people. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Do they Somebody... smell? Oh, it smells awful. Uh, it, uh, the only way we really make money is uh, through our concession area. <laughs> really? Yeah, we, what do you sell there? Well, we rent raincoats for the back part of the tour. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Now, uh, what, does it have, what's the atmosphere like there? Is it? Real the thick. Atmosphere? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds thick. Oh, Man. Humid and cloudy. <laughs> now, do you have, uh, is your is your fart museum primarily contemporary, or is it modern, or do you have classical pieces? Uh, mostly fart deco. Oh. Really? Oh, okay. It's the style, and uh, while I got... Excuse me! Oh, Excuse boy, do you on. work here? Yeah, I work here. My family and I would like to get our money back. <laughs> 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 what was that? Uh, that was uh, a 
Our tribute to uh, all the little people that played the munchkins. <laughs> Let me uh, take you into this one room. Okay. Uh, I want to want to show you what's going on here. All right. What's in there? <laughs> what is it? Which room are you in? Oh, it's the SBD room. Oh, boy. Silent but deadly? Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> 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 okay. I got to go because, uh, man, this is unbelievable. <laughs> we got to... This is like the third time this month already. Uh-huh. We got a re-wallpaper. Oh, really? <laughs> yep, I got to go. Say, where are you guys located? Texas. <laughs> Thank you very much. Of course, the uh, Fart Museum. Uh, and uh, I've looked up a couple of other lost smells. One of them is magic markers. They used to uh, use xylene and another solvent, which had a much more distinctive odor than today's magic xylene. markers. Xylene. 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 Thank you, Dolly. I don't hate my me. Uh, <laughs> Someone suggested uh, the uh, opening up a pack of baseball cards when they had the gum in them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sure, oh, yeah. yeah. And then oh, the they still have gum in them? Probably. Oh. Uh, it's the same gum. No, they don't. Oh, they don't? No, I've been... <laughs> well, I mean, part of the problem with my last relationship was I spent more money on baseball cards than dinners. <laughs> <laughs> and I am here to tell you, I've got no gum. <laughs> <laughs> you could shave with that gum. Yeah. 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 Um, the smell of cap guns. I love yes. that smell. Oh, yeah. yeah. What about airplane glue? Is that still the thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah rubber's different. Do they still sell that? Do people yeah. still do models? When I was a kid, I used to do a lot of models, and the rubber cement had a definite, yeah. unique smell. Uh, You've done a lot of models as a grown-up, too, well, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, the glue there. Gonna <laughs> 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 walk the same. <laughs> um, how about this chick? Vacuum tube electronics. I guess maybe ozone. Like the, I don't know. The, the back of a television set yeah. back in the sixties. Yeah. Warm. Yeah. Do you remember walking into a drugstore and they would had that thing where you could? I never actually used it. But oh sure. They had this sort of tube tester. Yep. Bench you could walk over and plug into. I don't think I ever successfully took a tube out of the TV, went to the tester, plugged it in. It was bad. Made the switch, put it in the TV, and the TV worked again. <laughs> that never happened. We had the guy that would come to the house with the big. Um, briefcase full of tubes, and you would work on your television set. Oh, that's a lost art. Hit yeah, on, right? hit, hit on your mom. La dee da. Mm. Didn't hit on my mom. She was buried. Sounds like well. Those guys well. still. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there were dirty dogs out there. Yeah, yeah check the right. tubes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A tube hey, you know I could check your tubes better. You get your feet up on this table. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Huh? When's the yeah. man of the house come home? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> How much time we get? Well, uh, Christy is at the news desk. What else have you got over there? A so-called gender reveal party sparked a brush fire in Canada. Like uh. they need more of those. Rob Aizi, who has a house at Mount Baldy, for now. told CTV News that he was at nearby Jolly Lake. That sounds like a fun place. <laughs> when a woman pulled up and raised the alarm of fire down the road, Aizi and his guest helped out help put out the fire with whatever they had on hand, and he learned. It was caused by Tannerite, a binary exploding target, which is currently banned in almost all of British Columbia to prevent said wildfires. Online ads touting the product's use at gender reveal parties explain it can be ordered to create an explosion in either pink or blue. I see. Aizi said there was a little bit of pink dust everywhere, so I guess it's definitely a girl. 
Isn't it time we ended the gender reveal party? I don't think it's going anywhere. Well, they're excited about having a baby. Can't you just use the cake where mm-hmm. you don't? You know what? If it's pink smoke, it means it's a girl pope. Is that how that That's works? That's exactly yeah. right. Mm-hmm. That'll <laughs> Which, never happen. You know what? It's not a bad idea. They're getting pretty progressive over there. Yeah. Oh, Vatican I, I, City. I, however. I don't know. However. I'm not so sure about that. I, well, they used to just do balloons. Yeah, sure. And so, I, I mean, I don't know why we had to go to explosives. Right. Well, and there have been some very bad ones. Yeah. That have set major fires. So, well, the Tannerite's a cool name for a kid. Tannerite? Yeah. Yeah? Tannerite? Yeah. Tanner for short? Tanner? Really? Hey, Tanny, the Tan Man. Tannerite? Yeah, it's kind of my daughter. Tanner's a good name for boy or girl. Yeah, gender, gender neutral, as they say. Okay, I guess. Okay. Didn't we have one of these gender reveals where an alligator was involved? Yes, yes, and that's it right. went after Grandma in yeah. the Grandma wheelchair. in a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the yeah. alligator was smart. Went after the slow of the pack. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah they. they I, th- I think the idea was the alligator was going to burst the balloon. Uh huh. And they would have something, in the, but the alligator yeah. went after Granny went in the wheelchair. Grandma. Oh, I thought it was like the alligator is trained to go after the gender of the baby. Oh, that would be <laughs> like Groundhog matter. Day. If it sees it, if it chases Granny, <laughs> it's gonna be a girl. Grandpa's gonna be a boy. We only get six girls in this family, so if she's a girl, Grandma's yeah. gotta go. Yeah, it's a replacement system. Ah. Now, how's that song coming, Pat? Pretty good. Uh, now, once again, the state of Pennsylvania is trying to get a new uh, state song. You've been working on an original? Yeah, I need no. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's hear it. Uh, Josh, can you help me? Uh, here's the horn part. I'd be happy to. Here we go. That's good. Pennsylvania, home of Pat Godwin. <laughs> yeah. We killed it. <laughs> So let me get this straight. For the last hour, that's what you've been with. I had to learn this part. And it was perfect, wasn't it? Uh-huh. <laughs> you want it done quickly or you want it done right? Well, you know what it needed was a slide yeah. whistle. That's yeah. where I'm upset. One, two, Instead three, of kazoo? Four. Okay. Pennsylvania, home of Pat Godwin. Yeah. Patty G. Chicky G. Uh, Pat's album is called Under the Bed. It's uh, available for streaming Amazon, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Music. Wow. And it's out right now. Pat's also going to be live starting Wednesday, July 12th at McCurdy's recording his new television special. This weekend, our guest Ryan Singer will be at Go Bananas, and uh, we've got some other dates I want to run by you in just a second, but right now, I want to talk to Josh about that house he's got, and um, you've got some uh, issues, you've got to get some stuff fixed, what do you do? That's right, I don't want to brag, but I do live in a house. Angie has made it even easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all my home projects done well, and all your home projects done well. If you own a home, like I do, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs, or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is Angie that. That's right. Angie, that that means you're going to find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. I'm going to get some of that stacked stone built around my Mm, fireplace. I'm tired of the drab, semi-burnt brick that's there now. I want something a little more modern, a little uh, nicer. I'm going to Angie that. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience. They've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process so you get the best of uh, the old and the new. Bring them your project online or use the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or 
Maybe you're doing what I'm doing. You have a dream project. You just want to find out how much things may cost, what pros are out there. Compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. That means you can take care of just about any home project in only a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Thank you very much, Angie. Thank you very much, Josh. You're very well. We are coming right back. We have uh, some interesting stuff in the news, and perhaps another song coming from Mr. Godwin over there. Uh, and we have um, uh, dolphins mating in the news, and someone's not happy about it. Okay. Mm. We'll the dolphin's it. husband? Uh, <laughs> they consider it porn. Oh. Uh, this is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hello. There's Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hello. There's Josh Arnold. Hi there. I'm Chick McGee. There's Ace Cosby. Howdy. There's Willie Griswold. Hey, man. Here's Tom Griswold with our special guest. I'm just looking at pictures of the pencil sharpener museum. Oh, Lord. <laughs> it's, uh, Excited to go? Uh, here, one of our uh, genie uh, from Fremont, Ohio writes, loved pencil talk. Looking to take a road trip around Ohio, we visited the Pencil Sharpener Museum three years ago. It was one of the few things that was opened. It was a short visit. <laughs> Love the show. Thank you very much, Jeannie. We certainly appreciate that. Make that part of your vacation yeah. plans. Uh, we have a, a, it really is a small, it looks like a shed. Yeah, it's yeah. like a hut. Well, you know. <laughs> well, how many different types of pencil sharpeners are there? Three. <laughs> yeah, the you're wall-mounted, goes- you're handheld, and you're electric. Yeah, we have the electric one. You, oh, you're doing very well. I we know. have uh, this uh, letter comes to us from Brian. He's the president of an organization that owns a 1917 Pullman railroad car. Is that right? With a vintage 1950s era pencil sharpener in the kitchen. There Ooh. you go. Yeah. He says we don't have any pencils. Please send us Bob and Tom pencils. Oh, we, we don't have Bob we and don't Tom have any. pencils. Maybe that's next. Hmm. Why not? We'll have to do some Bob and Tom. I mean, pencils. records came back. I mean, I think pencils might be next. Yeah. Think? You know, <laughs> oh, I got my pencil room, my pencil sharpener room. Like, people have record rooms. I, <laughs> I wish I had some of that pencil sharpener money, actually. <laughs> like, like that's pencil. old money, probably. You it is old I mean? money. Yeah. That's old money. Yeah. Like if we get Bob money, and Tom yeah. pencils. Love pencils. Both uh, erasers on both ends. I have very nice mechanical pencils. Some of them. Like I splurged. Really? <laughs> Is that right? Yes. Like they have like their own case and stuff. More than twelve dollars oh. per pencil, kind of thing. Yeah. Wow. wow. More than more than fifty bucks. You paid fifty bucks for a mechanical pencil. I'm going to walk out of this studio thinking you spent seventy five, a hundred dollars <laughs> for a mechanical pencil. Will you, you answer me? What are you writing with that, John? Uh, special special things with working those. on that screenplay, that novel. Listen uh, <laughs> to how he's saying that. Do you handwrite or do you type? Uh, it depends on what it is, honestly. Uh, yeah, I do a lot of here. Hand- we go. I'm looking at some of his work here. I do a lot of handwriting. Meat lovers. <laughs> oh. Yes, all right. Grocery some, lists. Is my, that what you're doing? My local pizzeria happens to employ uh, no, the deaf, the and I have to hand them a handwritten order. Uh, here's the thing. Before he calls, Josh likes to write it down because he gets excited sure. when he's on the phone. Yeah. Right. Kind of forgets what. Can I get saying. a? I mean, you know the one that, that one, the, one with the, the, the round one. Damn it! I it down. Hang on, I'll call back. Now, Ryan, do you ever when you order say? When you order, say, Chinese food, do you ever pretend that there's someone else at the house? <laughs> so, yeah, I'd like uh, yeah, the wonton soup and uh, the fried rice. 
What? Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, can you double the order of the egg rolls? <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, we're eating for three now. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. You act, I act like that person is also pregnant. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, on sure. top of that. And I do that at movies, too. Like, <laughs> when I first started going to movies by myself, I would act like I was in the lobby, like, I can't believe she's not here yet. <laughs> I guess I'm gonna miss the previews. <laughs> well, guess I gotta see Magic Mike alone again. Yes, again. Oh, I'll take the bucket. <laughs> uh, now, uh, now you're a professional comedian, uh, Why Ra- are you Ra- taking Ryan. Bucket, to see Magic Mike. <laughs> bucket of popcorn. Bucket I think. of popcorn. Oh, bucket of popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm just so offended by this. Uh, Ryan Singer is a man. professional stand-up comedian, and um, I, I know that you're a pro, and I always have to preface this by telling our guests that even uh, Tiger Woods at his peak would take uh, swing lessons. Oh, Ryan. Because oh. You, need to, you need to tweak the art form. Oh. And uh, that's why we've invited you here for uh, for this lesson. Who's that sexy man with a deep voice? Ace Cosby. Joke of the day. Josh, you got those fancy pencils. That's right. I've got a brand new toaster. Wow. Oh. Found out it's not waterproof. It isn't. I was shocked. That oh. was a <laughs> joke of the day. Yes, yes, I had to have his bath toast. Uh, <laughs> as one would, right? With the sugar and the cinnamon. But you put the drain catch there, so you don't want to you don't want to lose any of the sug sug. I said bath toast. You said bath toast. Everybody knows. You're being silly. That sounds delightful. <laughs> Taking a little it bath, does. lighting a candle, bringing some syrup in there just toast. for fun. Mm-hmm. You put syrup on your toast? Oh yeah, buddy. I'll do wow, it. that's a pro move. I've never done that, but put that on the list. Mm-hmm. Can we write that down with one of your pencils? <laughs> Oh, I don't keep the good pencils here. Oh, no, no, no. The no. 800 mechanical pencil, the Rotring, R O T R I N G, uh, 0.5 millimeter black pencil, $52. That's All the most expensive drive. I oh can find. Okay. And that's, that's a mechanical pencil. Yeah. It is, yeah. Yeah, I always okay. snap the the lead in a mechanical pencil. Right. Maybe because I'm a so, lefty, but but they're so mm-hmm. delicate. Gentle, so fine. I have a gentle touch. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a, you're a thorough and generous lover. Sure, yeah. yeah. And you know, it's, it's, your, it's your experience with your experience with mechanical pencils. And this is one of my favorite gags too: is uh, when you take the lead and you keep the button pressed down, and you put it and like you're injecting yourself with some kind oh. of uh, oh, like yeah. oh man, I. I, I certainly I need a vaccine of uh, creativity. Zerp. No, no. Better <laughs> be careful. Right in my vein. Uh, you're going to get lead poisoning. <laughs> well, yeah. graphite these days. Oh, uh, it's more, it's you know, I have a scar on my arm that'll show you how that that gag goes wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you can see the you can see the you can see that little blue circle there. I mean, oh, that's uh, but that's from a kid doing that with a real pencil when we were children. <laughs> it only works with the mechanical. Yeah, it only didn't works somebody, with the mechanical. Didn't one of the drug companies have? Um, have uh, pens that look just like syringes? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and you can also buy those as a gag anyway. Yeah. With the red ink. Familiar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. So when you're a couple of junkies get married, you get them some of those, and then, as Woody Allen would say, uh, silver set, all spoons. Didn't drug companies have to quit making it depends those where. kind of In certain states, they things. can't have. Those promotional like, for items. example, with alcohol in certain states, you can't have uh, uh, what do you call coasters with a logo on them, and you can't have any promotional stuff. There are certain states you can't have the logo on the side of a truck of a beer. Really? Yeah, we found that out the hard way after wrapping a bus and finding out. Yeah, you can't drive that there. Oh, jeez. <laughs> what? Um, yeah. 
Uh, that's a long story. We have uh, Christy Lee at the Bob and Tom News Desk. A valuable lump of ambergris has been found inside the colon of a beached whale. Yeah. According to the Z News Service, the 33-foot-long sperm whale washed up on Nogales Beach in La Palma in the Canary Islands back in May. There's real money there. Following an autopsy, experts confirmed that the cause of the whale's death was the 20-pound chunk of ambergris stuck in its colon. A solid, waxy substance secreted from the sperm whale's bile duct. Ambergris is rare, highly valued, and used in the perfume industry. The quality of ambergris found in the whale has yet to be determined, but it could be worth as much as $250,000. Not bad. Yeah. So would you go up a whale's colon for quarter mil? Yeah, I would. (laughs) And also for the sexual pleasure. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That I I would derive from the whale dead and everything, but... uh... Sometimes I don't know how they big find, a whale colon is. I don't know. Could you could squeeze you put your into arm it? up there, or could you whole body in there? What? Oh, one hundred percent, you could. Yeah, yeah. You can probably crawl through it like Bruce Willis and Die Hard. Really? Yes. Oh, yeah. oh wow. Come on out to the coast and be a part. A lot of times, the ambergris is just floating in the ocean, and people mm. just find these big hunks of it and yeah, get rich. Wow. Uh, what do you do for a living? I'm an ambergris searcher isn't it weird that it becomes perfume because apparently it smells like it smell like horrible? sea poop yeah. like it's it has a mix of the ocean and fecality to it pat don't you use a sea poop machine for your sleep apnea that goes in there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> isn't that the johnny depp uh, cologne sea, sea poop? poop that's right yeah, yeah. yes and then sea poop. but that's not amber gris that's amber heard there it is. Ah. No. oh very nice very nice uh back to you christy lee New Zealand's media watchdog has reprimanded public broadcaster TVNZ. We're from New Zealand, but we don't work there. (laughs) Isn't that interesting, they say? (laughs) (laughs) Over a documentary depicting a graphic dolphin mating scene. Oh, that sounds graphic. (laughs) The Guardian reports that a viewer complained to the Broadcasting Standards Authority about a scene in the nature series Our Big Blue Backyard. The scene in question shows a female dolphin targeted by a pack of male dolphins that mate with her. Oh, boy. Oh, my gosh. Accompanied by dramatic music, the narrator explains, she's trapped at the surface and the male takes turns. Oh, yeah. The males take turns. Once they've all mated with her, they leave her alone. Like a gangbang. Yeah. That's exactly right. The viewer argued the program should not have been aired with a G or a general rating. Or a Barry White soundtrack. (laughs) 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 And that the program should have been given a PG rating recommending parental guidance. The dolphin's name is Flipper Over. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much. You're welcome. uh, You're welcome. Chick and I. Um, yes, we did together. Held uh, hands. We were making love to a dolphin. Uh, That's no, weird, well, you no, guys. we were uh, part of an expedition, if you will, where they take you to this island in the Bahamas, and you get to swim with the dolphins. I do not recommend it. It should be illegal. It was an awful experience. And they do. Uh, I'll tell the first part of the story, and I'll let Chick tell the second part of the story. They, uh, you're in this penned up area, and you're in what. Uh, chest deep water yeah and, and the dolphins are in there and they tell you what don't touch the dolphin anywhere don't touch them because they will miss miss they, they think you're coming on to them is what the problem is and they, wow. and they're they very will. sexual and they will start to hump you and it's not pleasant the guy said wow i just <laughs> met, like every dolphin is austin powers 
Yeah. How does just a dolphin horned help up. you? He thinks well, he's they, all horned up and wants to shag. Yeah, they, That's right. They would emerge with the mm. appropriate oh. appendage. It, it was the whole thing was awful. This please is don't, wild. Please don't support that activity anywhere. And the last time there was a dolphin gangbang, it was at Don Shula's house. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You had to bring Mr. Shula into this? Well, what are he, the he owned the Miami Dolphins, didn't he? <laughs> he didn't own them. He was the coach. <laughs> Why are you protect? Oh, Don Shula went to your mom's college. Oh, that's that's right. distinguished, yeah. distinguished graduate of John Carroll University. Oh, he, he and your mom ever... Uh, anybody. Hook up? Anybody can oh, graduate know. from John Listen, Carroll. You got a pulse. Clumsy uh, fumblings in the back uh, of a Cadillac Seville. Don Shula's your father! <laughs> fine Jesuit college. I will not have you besmirch The religion has nothing to do with it. Yeah, Catholic Jesuit, I don't care. Okay, never mind. Don Shula had a nice steakhouse there for a while. And therefore, shouldn't be used in a joke. <laughs> therefore, you see, your he's, logic is comedy proof, you understand. Uh, you get a good T-bone in no, I, you used Paul to, Warfield. I wish I said that. My favorite was... When well, Mr. Paul Shula, Warfield was Cleveland Brown, and then he was a dolphin. Yeah, what about Dan Marino? From the he a Ohio State University, he was a dolphin. No, but uh, Chick's impression of Don Shula always goes back to... <laughs> they, would make that, they would make that phone call every year when the only undefeated team would suddenly become defeated and you would go congratulations to us we've won again <laughs> very fine coach a fine man I'm sorry to Mr. Shula's family uh, Christy please change the subject swarms of flying I apologize for nothing the man hosted gangbang <laughs> he sure did lie lies and slander Don Shula gangbang host swarms of flying insects have invaded New York City Professor David Lohman, an entomologist at the City University of New York, determined the bugs plaguing some neighborhoods are winged aphids. It's gotten so bad with How these bad uh, is flying it? bugs in New York City. <laughs> How bad is it? Uh, the, the roaches said, man, we got to get out of here. <laughs> Move to Miami. Yeah. Where Don Shula hosts gangbang. <laughs> yes, sir. Is even the, 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 is it aphids or aphids? Tally aphids. 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 The aphids. aphids. The aphids are attacking New York even. And the rats are upset. Oh, uh, this is God's way of saying we do not need Aaron Rodgers in this town. No. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping with our, our NFL our, sure. analogies that are all illegal and wrong. Loman said the swarms are unusual given that aphids do not usually come out in New York City until after summer. Ah. He theorized that warm winter temperatures might have thrown off the bug's biological clock. Hmm. Aphid specialist, boy, I bet she's fun at cocktail parties, <laughs> Natalie Hernandez, added that the wildfires in Canada and extreme temperatures could be calm. messing with them, too. The city's public health department assured that, well, annoying... The insects do not present a known public health risk. Well, that's good. Kill your roses, though. That's for damn sure. Oh, the aphids? Yes. They'll eat up a they rose. They eat a crop, don't they? Yeah, they will. Oh, I didn't know. I was not aware of that. I'm yep. Not, uh, up on my aphids. Uh, now. Do you uh, have rose bushes in your new home? No, I do not. Oh. Are you sure you want to bet a million dollars on it? <laughs> yeah, I don't have any, don't have any rose bushes. I'm sure one of these days. What kind of flower? Do you have some hydrangeas? Have you been around back? Been around back. I'm there with a hose almost every hour. Uh, check local listings for drought conditions. Have any mums? About, how about a nice mum? Okay, a nice zinnia. Tell you what, right now I've got four o'clock. You ever heard of four o'clock? Those are nice flowers. I can't. Yeah. What if Tom just stood up and left? Well, if he does it today, he will never get up and leave. 
Uh, let's see now. Um, some bees. He's like, I'll Oh, speak. We have do the other insect story. Did you see this thing about the bees? A bar in Glasgow, Scotland, was forced to shut down due to a huge swarm of bees. The BBC reports hundreds of bees arrived in a mass swarm and settled on a railing outside 63rd and 1st. The <laughs> bar was forced to close while staff fled through a fire exit. Yikes. The bees now, that's, gradually... This is in Scotland. I mean, if they're yeah. leaving the bar. <laughs> it's a problem. <laughs> this is serious. The bees gradually migrated to the side of a nearby trash bin, allowing staff to wheel the bin away from the entrance and barricade it from the public. Beekeepers are due to remove the insects in the coming days. Hmm. Okay. Well, it's important to keep the bees. Of course. Okay. Um, but now. they're just hanging out at the bar and over by the trash. These, yeah. Even these bees don't want to work anymore. No, it's getting ridiculous, isn't it? Oh, lazy. Bee walks into a bar. Bee yeah. walks into a bar and says, hey, I'll have a stinger. <laughs> we don't serve bees. What a buzzkill. <laughs> Two bees walk into a bar, a man and a woman. He goes, hey, we're on a first date. Bartender said, where do you meet? They said, Bumble. Uh, <laughs> thank you very much. That's yeah, a nice original thought. That just <laughs> developed. You, you, you saw that happen right here live. I did short form improv for years. Uh, <laughs> is that how you pick up the chicks? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Short form improv also practiced at Don Shula's house. During <laughs> the dolphin gang You don't have to go to the hive, but you can't stay here. <laughs> okay. Uh, right now, I want to talk about great food. That's where HelloFresh comes in. This is a new offer. Brand new from HelloFresh. Yes, it involves free shipping, great food, and 50% off. Just remember this code, BTSHOW50. What am I talking about? HelloFresh wants to give you your time back. What's more valuable than that? That's right, your time. You don't have to go to the grocery store and wander around with a recipe card going, oh, my God, where am I going to find beets? Where's the horseradish? Why isn't it with the sour cream? None of that because they do the shopping for you. They do the measuring. The kit arrives. You put it together sometimes in 10 minutes. Some of the stuff is uh, brand new, too. Some special summer treats, crunchy curry chickpea bowls, creamy dill chicken cutlets with green beans and potatoes, great food, and an entire array of options, 40 every week. Vegetarian over that way, way over here, classic comfort food and everything in between, including some special summer stuff. What have you been working on, Willie? Folks, check out the pork sausage and shingled potatoes with broccoli and balsamic glaze. HelloFresh sends you six ingredients. You put those together in four easy steps. In just over a half hour, you're enjoying this delicious dinner that you made at home with help from HelloFresh. We're still talking about those, uh, were they firecracker meatballs? The Jess Hooker made from yeah, HelloFresh. Yeah, exactly they were right. Delicious. It's that extra touch, the extra little packets of spices that makes all the difference in the world. It's a great way to learn how to cook. If you're new to cooking or want to show your kids how it's done, once again, they do the grocery shopping. They get everything ready. You just put it together. Have some fun. Sign up today. Here's the new offer. 50 percent off plus free shipping. The code is BTSHOW50. Of course, you go to HelloFresh.com slash BT Show 50. That helps them. It helps us. The code BT Show 50 at HelloFresh.com slash BT Show 50. You got that final song ready, Pat? Uh, okay. We'll come back with it. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Thanks for listening to the Bob and Tom Show this morning. Even though we're not too much to look at, you can also watch the show on our YouTube channel. In a few minutes. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hey. There's Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hello. Working on that uh, Pennsylvania song. There's Josh Arnold. Hi there. There's Ace Cosby. Hey. Willie Griswold. Hey. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold with one of our favorite comedians. He's comedian Ryan Singer, and uh, Ryan uh, is about to celebrate a birthday. 
Yeah, four, the big four seven. All right, big four seven. The big yeah. four seven, and uh, you've got a nice head of hair, but you're letting it go a little bit gray there. You got kind of a skunk thing going up there. Letting on top. it go silver, letting that it go the, skunky. Uh, got that uh, <laughs> got that one area. Bride of Frankenstein look. <laughs> yeah, one yeah. Area. Looks good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I mean, I'm. You know, now that I'm getting closer to fifty, I think fifty is the big number. Yeah, for sure. me, because I mean that's probably halfway. <laughs> I mean, with technology going the way it's going, I think we're all going to be, if mm. we choose, yeah. you know, depending on how much we want to merge with the robot, mm-hmm. you know, the our robot overlords here in the next 15, 20 years, I think we can get at least 100. Yeah. You know, I'd like to go old school, though. I'm, a, I'm an old school guy, so I'm like, hey, can you throw an, you know, how about an iron lung? <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> isn't an iron lung like a thing that you kind of like, it's outside your body? Yeah, it wasn't like a it. large. Oh, yeah. You get like how computers get, used to be, like the whole first floor of a building. Sure. Yeah, but so now you could because you were talking about what check the uh, blood pressure implant. Oh or yeah, the something. implant for the uh, sugar uh, level. For now, uh, would you get that? Diabetes. Would you get something? Uh, if you? I suffered from diabetes, I think I would. Yeah, uh, I think I would do that. Yeah, yeah, it would be so. It would be so convenient. I think yeah. a lot of people, you know, conspiracy theories take over. There's so much paranoia nowadays oh, on, yeah. with everything. Like I'm not a paranoid guy, but I'm like I'm definitely a prepper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody's a prepper. I mean, I was put in the Boy Scouts as a kid, so it's like I was raised to be a prepper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. It's like they just drop you off at seven years old and like learn how to survive after the grid goes down. <laughs> <laughs> it's like why am I learning all these survival skills and such? I mean, I guess they're good to know, but it's also like you know everything's going to collapse eventually. <laughs> yes. uh, basically, is the subtext right? And it's like they teach you how to like you know shoot bows and arrows to hunt for your food sure. how to tie a bunch of different knots that you'll never need uh but and then they give you all these badges that you can put on your vest but they don't teach you how to sew <laughs> it's like my name's ryan i can survive five different apocalyptic scenarios but i need my mommy to sell my badges. <laughs> yeah sewing should be one of the first yeah, yeah. Oh, you've raised a good point. Uh, time now to learn about the history of history. Time now for Today in History, July 6th. Uh, <laughs> born in 1907, Frida Kahlo. Yes. Ah, yes. The girl. Famous for the unibrow. Original monobrow. Fine, fine artist. Yeah, I didn't know about her until recently, but very fine artist. Uh, happy birthday also, uh, well, going out to uh, Bill Haley. Of rock around the clock. You didn't thing. care for that song, is that I, right? I, I, it was. A, I don't think it's aged well, but I mean, it's. I, a, I like the, uh, the click, clicky drums in the back. It's very cool. Yeah. Um, I like his enthusiasm. Oh, one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. he's real ready. Yeah, sure. I guess yeah, you're right. Yeah. I, I, I need to ready to that. roll. Yeah. Happy birthday, Merv Griffin, who uh, I believe his company still owns Wheel of Fortune and Ooh. Jeopardy, which is a money machine. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. He always did this, yes. yes. And uh, yes. Ryan Seacrest will be taking over yep. Wheel of Fortune. It's about time he got a break, huh? yeah, isn't it? Right? <laughs> oh. uh, let's see. Um, whoa. What you, happened? I don't even know how you pronounce this. Whoa. Um, born in 1935, you'll know this, Christy, Tenzin Gaiazzo. Oh, Oh, Tenzing, I know. Tenzing Norgay. He went up Mount Everest. Uh, yeah, this is Tenzin. It's, uh, this is the Dalai Lama. Oh. oh. The current one? Yeah, the current Dalai Lama. Oh. Who's going to be the next Lama? Well, we don't know. Okay. He's a reincarnation, remember? Be, we got to uh, wait till the guy Ronaldo. dies. Could be a baby somewhere. Play yeah, the could be. Uh, the great Ned Beatty, very fine actor, born in this state in 1937. <laughs> so he's no longer with us. Um, he had other roles. <laughs> <laughs> 
Get them panties on down. Here's someone who's still with us. Burt Ward, who played the television Robin. Yes. Many, many years ago. Quite the ladies' man. Holy rich wife, Batman. <laughs> and there was the allegation was that he tells the Burt Ward. He tells the story that his male member was too big for television. They had to build a special. That's what he says. Yeah. Special thing for his. Uh, sling it back, or yeah, to, to yes, they had level to it sling out. it back <laughs> like a larger cod piece. Yeah, mm-hmm. they had, but they had to kind of tuck it in. Apparently, oh. that's the way he tells wow, the story. Wow, how about that? Um, yeah, <laughs> what a horrible problem. <laughs> uh, Poor guy. Well, now they make stuff for that, <laughs> obviously. Um, also, the Declaration of Independence announced on the front page of the Pennsylvania Evening Gazette on this date. Of course, in seventeen seventy six. He's got a lot of flaws. <laughs> For things we learned on the uh, Bob and Tom show, David Beckham was at Wimbledon yesterday. You know, I was very lucky to have a career that lasted for 22 years. Yes, very lucky. Uh, (laughs) There is a quiet room at Wimbledon for prayer, focus, and breastfeeding. Uh, and not not sex. (laughs) They made a point of saying no sex. Apparently people had been going in there and sexing Uh, it up. Where did they think the babies come from? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, your tennis players of the future. Yeah. If they're going to be breastfeeding, right? Yeah. That's right. Well, I've well, always said that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, don't forget the, the one lo- thought I'll leave you with. Tom got a new pencil sharpener yesterday. Yeah. yeah. And I say congrats to you. A little sir. handheld jobby. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Hardly. Hardly. Hand, don't use it for that. A handheld jobby. First of all, fortunately, the hole would be a little small. Just a little, though. Yeah, just yeah, of a course. Little. Thank you very much. This is the Bob and Tom Show. For a complete copy of the Bob and Tom Show contest rules, go to bobandtom.com slash contest dash rules. Or just scroll down to the bottom of the page and see contest rules. This is the Bob and Tom Show. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.